Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Today is just like the Super Bowl, and we'll tell you why in just about a minute, but right now. It's a different time. It's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now the best part of the week is here. Time to introduce my friend, my partner, the brains of this outfit. And by the way, he is the hardest working man in radio today, the one and only Brian Nobe. How was your week? And what's for breakfast? You know what's for breakfast. <laughs> First off, it's great to be here with you on a Sunday morning again. It was a good week. You had a good week too? Wonderful week. Every week wonderful, is wonderful. week. That's good. That's good. Of course, uh, I've been on this kick for a little while. The apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars. I know. And it's another Nutri-Grain bar, apple cinnamon flavored Sunday morning yet again. I'm uh, tempted to buy some. I may join you next week. Yeah, man. Give it a shot. Why not? Pretty good. You know, yeah. I didn't think that I would be a fan, but I am. Big fan. Well, Big fan. Well, I'm a fan of you, so I, in, in return, I should be a fan of those little biscuits that you eat whatever they are anyway. neutral grain bars yeah i'll you take know, a picture it, it, i'll send you a message do. so you know please what you're do. looking for there yeah you know it's funny because i was going to come on here and say it's a sad day 
But not really. It's kind of a happy day. What do I mean by that? Iowa Sam, our technical producer, it's his last day today. And I was yeah. going to come on here and say, well, Leaving us again. No, yep. no, but he's happy. It's a happy day because he cares probably wanted about to, his happiness. He it's wanted about to get us. the hell out of here. I don't want Who anybody in this world to be about, with us. Yeah, go, he can go ahead and be happy all he wants. He's not with us. So screw right. him. Right? That's what but, I'm saying. But I'm thinking maybe he didn't want to be with us. That's why he's gone. See, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the real story. No, nah, I'm kidding. You know, he's. It's a inevitable, you know. Yeah. You have false hope every now and then that someone stays loyal, and then you're reminded <laughs> there's no loyalty. So right. good luck, Sam. Have he gets the it. call up. He gets the call up from from the D League, from the NBA D League. He's getting the big call. Hi guys, up. Hey, I'm still oh, here. Oh, I didn't. I know. Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll talk more uh, glowingly about you, Iowa. That you're still yeah. here. You know, I'll just badmouth you when you're not next week. You know. That's well, fine. the big That's question how... is that when you leave, Sammy K leaves as well. What do we do? With Bronx Talk Radio, do we bag it or look, maybe have people call in and say, give us an idea what kind of a little game can we have in that segment? Because if Sammy K goes, I don't think we can handle it. Well, I don't know. See, like this is going to this is going to prove Sammy K's dedication to the show. (laughs) Either he uh, says that with it, I'm out of here. I'm on to bigger and better things. You guys figure it out. Or he lays the groundwork for a a storied tradition to carry on, you know? It's all up I to Sammy you. K. We'll see how much commitment he has over here, you know? I like that. We may like have to get into that in Bronx Talk Radio. That actually might be a, a subject. It's on oh. you, okay? Yeah. It's all on you now. We'll mm. see see what kind of a person you really are. By the way, I did say that today is like the Super Bowl, and you're probably scratching your head or you're honestly saying that I'm crazy, but today is Cinco de Mayo, which is the 5th of May, and, uh, and it's a game, and that's not a game, it's a date observed, obviously, to commemorate the Mexican Army's victory over the French Empire in the Battle of Puebla on May 5th, 1862. And you say, why is that such a big deal? Because we're here to informational and entertainment with you. Info, infotainment, that's what we do here. But what I mean about the Super Bowl, we've taken on a different significance of Cinco de Mayo right here in the United States. Today, Cinco de Mayo generates beer sales on par with the Super Bowl. I had no idea. That's a pretty big deal. So after today's show, we're going to get sloshed. <laughs> What's your you drink take choice, your bar, way, Take your Nutri-Grain bar with a shot with that after that. What is your drink of choice? I, you know what? Back in the day, I was a, a hard liquor guy. I used to drink a little bourbon, a little gin, a little vodka. And now I'm kind of like, I'm a beer guy. I like beer. I like Blue Moon a lot with a little piece of orange oh, on the okay. side. Yeah. I like Blue yeah. Moon. You know, not, I'm not a heavy duty drinker, but when I do drink, I, I like a, a nice cold Blue Moon. You drink with uh, when you're watching sporting events at home, you know, the no. Kentucky Derby yesterday, the, the big Rockets win over the Warriors. I'm sure we'll get into. You ever. Uh, crack open cold ones at home when you're well watching. i went to a kentucky derby party yesterday and there was a lot of drinking going on but i wanted to concentrate on the race so uh-huh. i had a couple of diet cokes see I, oh, okay. I, drinking you. to me it, you know I, I don't i don't incorporate that with watching a sporting event i go to a baseball game and i went with you we went to a reds game against the cardinals and people all around us are drinking beer i just don't understand why you would drink and get sloshed at a football or baseball game kind of you just miss the action you fall asleep and more than that i don't like drinking and driving i'm just i'm fearful of that so i will never drink at a sporting event if i'm driving by the way uh the Kentucky Derby party that you were at, did anybody yes. have heavy cash on the disqualified, what we thought was going to be the winner that turned out to be the last place horse? Did anybody go well, crazy? Well, we had like boxes. Slip? 
yeah, we had boxes on, on we looked bet on these little boxes and I did pick maximum security. I said this horse is the fastest horse in the race. I got a little bit of a background in racing. I worked as a PR guy at several racetracks, so I think maximum security I had doubts on what he would do on that sloppy track, but was the fastest horse. And when I see what happened yesterday, I would think today there are people all over America looking for their betting tickets that had bet on maximum security and, and or maybe bet on country house and either one of them, they lost their tickets. You know, people at racetracks, you know, there's what they call scoopers. People go to racetracks after hours and they, they go with a broom <laughs> on the floor and look for tickets that maybe people thrown away that were in fact winning tickets. Wow. It's kind of like those people at the beach with the metal detectors. Right, right, right. Same right, thing. Right. <laughs> Looking for coins. It's a little bit different, though, when you're you're picking up like beer soaked, soggy tickets to Ugh. be like, is this uh, a winner? No, no, not another winner over here. I don't wow. think it's going to produce much. I'm sure there's a few drunk people here and there, but I I don't know how much fruit that's going to bear. You know, there are a lot of people saying that basically this is a, a slap in the face and a bad mark for racing because it was the 145th Kentucky Derby and it was the first time ever a horse was disqualified and moved up basically to win the race. And it's going to go down in betting as like a $9 million disqualification because of the money because it was a 65 to 1 shot that basically moved up. Maximum security was a 9 to 2 shot and Country House who won the race was a 65 to 1 shot. Longest derby odds of any derby winner but now i'm thinking like controversy is good controversy this is good for racing not good for the betters not good for vegas but this is really good for racing because it gets to this is going to go on for weeks this conversation will not cease yeah and something else i thought about too andy and i don't think this is why they overturned the decision for maximum security to be the winner and then be disqualified finish last (laughs) but it does focus it does shift the focus off of all of these horses dying on the yes. track to yes. the Kentucky Derby. And holy cow, this has never happened before. Unprecedented where the winning horse was disqualified. So I don't think that's why they made the decision, but it's an extra perk because you know, horse racing as much as I do, they'd rather have the focus on this Kentucky Derby controversy than horses dying left and right. You know, it's funny you mention that because I had read a lot of uh, publications prior to the Derby this week, in particular USA Today and the New York Times, which they do a pretty good job on the Derby and racing in general. And most of the stories were on Santa Anita and the horses that were dying. And I'm saying, you know, there's like no stories on the Derby. They used to have like really in-depth stories of trainers and jockeys and, uh, you know, basically really good stories about them leading up to the race. Nothing Nothing. The major story this week was how can we fix racing with the horses that are dying? So you're right. Maybe this will take that focus off there. But we do have the final call of that race yesterday. Let's take a listen to it. Maximum security keeps on fighting. War of will is there too as they come to the final furlong. It is Country House on the outside. Maximum security soaked in game. He keeps battling on. Maximum security. Country House went two down to the line. Well, basically, he didn't win the Kentucky Derby, but look, you know, he thought he did. Everybody thought that he did, and you know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody was ready to cash in. But uh, boy, Vegas must have taken a bath on that. Oh, well, baby! Oh man, sixty-five to one long shot won the whole thing because yeah. of the disqualification. So yeah, you see some of these, you know, if you have an exacta, some superfectas. Oh my gosh, the amount oh. of money. 
the swing because maximum security, he's one of the favorites. You know, he's up there as one of the the favorites and he gets the cue to 65 to one long shot wins. And essentially, you know, maximum security people know by now, but for the for some that don't, he just, he moved over too many lanes, Yeah, which of course you think about like NASCAR racing. You'll see this a lot. You'll see blocking and there are penalties for it. You can't move multiple lanes in an effort to block someone else. So you can get black flagged for that, but that's the same thing in horse racing where he essentially moved over a few lanes, uh, misdirected the paths of a few horses and they, they disqualified him. It was the proper call. It was just a matter of were they going to make it or not? And I'll tell you this, Andy, real quickly. I felt bad for the trainer of maximum security because right after the race, they're interviewing the guy, and he's right. like, I'm just trying to hold back tears. I'm really emotional yeah, right now. service, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> he ends up not winning the race. It's Brutal. amazing. It really, yeah. And it really, the, it, the maximum security, A, was the fastest horse in the race, and B, uh, won the Florida Derby and was, in fact, the only undefeated horse in the field. It, yeah. It's a really an amazing situation what happened yesterday, but let's take a listen to the sound of the disqualification. Let it go, baby. So for the first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby, the horse that crossed the line first has been disqualified. After the objection, Country House wins the Kentucky Derby. Country House. Bill Mott, trainer of Country House, first Derby win. Good for him. Uh, And this was Country House's third start in six weeks. For this trainer, Bill Mott, who was in fact in the Hall of Fame, and uh, and and the story, I guess, behind Country House was they didn't think Bill Mott would bring a horse in the Derby unless he thought he would win the Derby. So it's kind of ironic that in fact he did win it, but he was a thirty to one shot uh, in the morning line, and uh, during the race yesterday, sixty five to one shot. Yeah, how about that? And I had to laugh at NBC's coverage because <laughs> they showed the horse maximum security. And someone was like, Bill, what were you saying about maximum security or whatever the guy's name is? And he was like, yeah, I was just saying that horse doesn't even know he didn't win. Like, <laughs> for, all, for all the horse knows, he won the race. I thought that was a funny line. It made me laugh. It's kind of crazy. But again, I mean, controversy, you know, controversy sells. I mean, when you think about what sells tickets in sports, sex, violence, death, and, and controversy, those are the things that sell. And that's why, and to some extent, really... There, there is none of that in the in the game of baseball, and that's why baseball is falling far further and further away from the big sports like football, college football, and to some extent the NBA. Really, but that that's why these sports have gone on the wayside. You need to have some sort of controversy. You talk about the National Football League. There's something going on every day of the year, being an event on the field or something going on off the field with a player. That's the way it is. I think controversy can help. But uh, I don't think that's one of the like the pillars, the foundation. It's no. all about entertainment. It's all about right. excitement. You know, do you have an, a compelling product or not? Like, I love the NBA, but right now the NBA playoffs they're not nearly as exciting as they could be if Kevin Durant played for another team. Like, I right. know the Warriors lost last night, but they're still winning two one against Houston. There's no way Houston's coming back to win four out of five. You can get that out of your mind right away. It's a more compelling product if KD is elsewhere. So I watch these games because I love hoops. But if I basically know the conclusion before it's reached, it's not nearly as exciting. Right. No, there's no doubt about that. And that's why the NFL is so exciting because there are teams that uh, one year, like like you picked it this year, the, the Eagles. You know, they win the Super Bowl. And this year they were like gasping for breath trying to get into the playoffs. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's Those what makes type of stories are exciting. Yeah. You just, the uncertainty is exciting and you have a lot of uncertainty in the NFL with all the parody. It's just something that the NBA lacks right now. And we have a lot of uncertainty here. Like, who's going to take yeah. Iowa Sam's place? That's the big uncertainty. We'll get to that later on. Yeah. But right now, we'll let you know you can get to us. If you have any ideas what we should do at Bronx Talk Radio, tweet us at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, or give us a holler. Eight, well, I mean, not a holler. I mean, on the phone, I mean, you know. 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We will have Bronx Talk Radio, maybe for the very last time in this hour, hour number two, bottom barrel betting, and hour number three, Alex Marvez, the Sheik. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We'll follow that up with my guy Brian Noah and Noah's picks. But all of a sudden, we have a series that's next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> They're still the best. 
We'll get to that in just about a minute. 20 past the hour of Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, Discover alerts you if they find your Social Security in any one of thousands of risky websites, it's free to card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Brian No, I tell you what, the NBA playoffs, I'm hooked. I'm in there. Uh, last night, Golden State loses in overtime, 126-121. The Beard puts in 41 I'm with you. I say they're still the best. Golden State's the best. You're not going to see a performance like that again. The game was in Houston, but at least it made the series somewhat interesting because now it's 2-1 Golden State. It would have been all over. Now it's somewhat over. Well, it just it delays the inevitable. Houston's not winning four out of five games. They won one, you know. And, of course, you get bombarded on Twitter from the fans that wear onesies to bed, you know, yeah. that's decked in Rockets gear and Rockets logo, you know, like that's just the way it is. But look, Houston, the way they play their style, it's good for a win or two along the way. They shoot a lot of threes. They're capable of getting hot from three, you know, and I don't think that the Warriors are, you know, light years beyond Houston, especially when they're on the road in Houston, but you look at that game comes down to it where, you know, you got to give the beard props in overtime just under a minute to go. He hits a huge three pointer. I thought that there should have been a charge called. It was a no call a little bit later in the game. So that was a big, big swing. And Houston got, uh, got the two points instead of it. In my estimation should have been a charge on James Harden. Draymond had position and Harden just ran right over him. That's a charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but Steph Curry, I mean, good Lord, what's up with this guy missing two point blank shots Mr. in time, both under two minutes to go. Yeah. Mr. Dunk at the end. And then they don't foul. What is that? No, I don't How do get you not foul with about 19, I'd say about under 20 seconds, 16 seconds, whatever it was. You got to foul in those situations only down by five. That was crazy. But they're still a better team, and they're still going to win it all. I'm with you. I thought that maybe, maybe Houston would win it. But you mentioned the beard. He hit that three-pointer that won the game. Let's hear it. Let's hear the beard. Five to shoot. Four to shoot. Harden, a straightaway three. Good! James Harden drills the three! Rockets up six. 49 seconds to go in overtime. You know, it's funny. It's great that he puts in 41 points. But here's the difference between these two teams. It's quite simple. You don't know who's going to beat you on any given night with Golden State. We went through that last week. They got five All-Stars on that team, maybe four Hall of Famers as well. I don't know, but it may happen. And if Curry has a down night and he shot seven for 23, they still hung in there and you still could win because you got so many other players and so many other guys that could help you. Eric Gordon came up big yesterday. Put in 30 points. You're not going to get that again. You got the fringe players that sometimes will give you a game in Houston, but more often than not, it's going to be James Harden and maybe someone else, maybe PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon. You don't know what you're going to get on a given night from those guys. But in Golden State, it doesn't make a difference. You're going to get Draymond one night, you get Steph one night, Clay Thompson one night. That's how they beat you. Well, and you got to keep going. You got to dance with the, uh, what's the saying, Andy? Dance with who brung you? Yeah, that's the deal with uh, in overtime. There were two straight possessions where KD didn't touch the ball. KD went for 46 points. You've got to get KD the ball down the stretch there. And they had a couple of good looks. Clay Thompson missed, missed an easy baseline jumper, wide open jumper, didn't come close to hitting it. And Steph Curry, good luck seeing Steph Curry go seven for 23 again and missing it, getting blocked by the rim at the end of the game. Like, that's really what swung the game with Steph Curry being just awful, not just for his standards, which made the performance even worse, 
but just a star's standards, 17 points on 23 shots. And I, I can't remember him getting dunked by the rim before, especially in a big situation like that. We're not talking a regular season game in December where he loses focus. It's a playoff game. He got dunked by the rim. It makes it a one-possession game if he makes that shot. Well, I'm going to give some props up for Steph Curry right now. Number one, he was a man. He, he faced the music after the game in the post-game press conference. So at least he said that. He even admitted that you know he had a bad game. It's on me. That's number one. A lot of athletes would just hide in the tub after the game. Number one. Number two, the fact is he's never once mentioned that dislocated finger that could be a problem. I mean, you know, a lot of athletes would say that. I mean, James Harden was crying, crying, crying about being poked in the eye. And I'm not saying that he was not poked in the eye and it didn't affect him, but he cried about it, but he still put in 41 points. So how much could have affected him? I don't know. And they claimed after the game that his eyes were still red. Hey, look, he may be, they may have been red because maybe he was drinking. I don't know why they're red. I don't know why eyes are red. I, I don't know. But Steph Curry is a man. I, he's a mensch. He came on there, faced the music after the game, had a bad game, said it's on me, and never, never used a finger as an excuse. Well, I mean, it is on his left hand, and he got blocked by the rim while the ball's in his right hand. So that certainly didn't come into play on that instance, you know, on that play. Right, right. You know, like, no, I don't, I wouldn't buy that as a legitimate excuse or a reason, you know, with the finger. It doesn't account for him shooting only seven for 23 from the field. And I I don't care what you are, like, you got to finish layups. And he missed two point-blank layups under two minutes to go in overtime. That killed the Warriors. It was a hell of a game, though, really. And look, he could with Steve Kerr, the coach of Golden State. You know, listen to what he has to say after the game, because really it's almost comical. Take a listen to the coach. You know, they played like a team down 2-0. Um, you know, they, they knew they had to win this game, and they, they brought the, they brought the uh, competitive fire. And, um, and we... Uh, we played okay. Uh, we we had we had our moments. Um, we had some brilliant individual uh, moments, but uh, we got to play better than that. See, that's why he's a player's coach because you, hey, look, they play like they're down two zero, whatever the hell that means. But he never once put a finger on his guy. Say we weren't motivated. We didn't come to play. They they blew us out early. We came back. We didn't get the ball to KD down the stretch, and Steph didn't play the way he should. Never once did he put a finger or mention publicly about the guys on his team. Oh, we gave him credit. You know, they play like they're down zero two, whatever the hell that means. I don't know what that means. Now, do you play of differently? You know what that means? No, do, on, do you? They wait, were just do you, more desperate. He's saying okay, they were des- more desperate. Okay. Than us. But do you play differently when you play when you're down 01 or 03 or 02? Is there a different case you play? I don't know. Sure. It was interesting the way Absolutely. he said that. Like, like he's just saying they wanted it more than us. That's all okay. he's saying. Why he should have said it then? That he should have said it. Well, that's essentially what me. What okay, all right. what he means by it. they played like they were down 02. Like they played like their season was on the line, the and the Warriors to the wall. didn't. Yeah. That's all it meant. Like that's okay. so it, it's pretty simple and. And yeah, the Rockets played with some toughness. They played with some uh, with a sense of urgency. And we've seen it many times with the Warriors where they don't have that same sense of urgency. We saw it in the series against the Clippers. They let right. their guard down numerous times, lost two games in that series when they never should have lost a game. And then you saw it last night where Steph Curry doesn't finish toward the end of the game getting blocked by the rim. And then under 20 seconds to go, they're like, nah, let's not foul. I mean, that would take some effort. Let's screw it. Let's just go to game four. Like, 
I yeah, hate but, that the Warriors take wins for granted like that. It drives yeah. me crazy. And you know what? We, even when they were down 13, didn't you get the feeling that they could come back? Because that's the team that they could turn the switch on almost at any time. And the third quarter, they kind of really went crazy. They came back, and they still had a chance to win, even with Curry shooting 7 for 23. That's how good this team is. Oh, they're, they're a tremendously talented team. We all know that. And sometimes their talent just is is better than the other team. And they're not sleepwalking through every game. It's when they're locked in, when they're focused, they're they're the best team in basketball by far. Right. But they just lose that focus far too often. And it's it's just sickening to watch if there's a lack of effort or if they just like, how do you lose focus in the NBA playoffs? And it's happened how many times now? Steph Curry's getting blocked at the rim? That should never happen. No yeah, we'll and, see what and happens. And they let their Monday. guard down too much. It's crazy. Right. The next game's in Texas as well, so we'll see what happens. But the coach of the Houston Rockets, Mike D'Antoni, he said that James Harden, the beard, takes the pressure all off him. Let me hear this. Oh, yeah, it takes a lot of pressure off. It takes a lot of pressure off me. I don't have to call timeouts and figure out how to score. If James got the ball, I, I, I could call a timeout and say, yeah, I'll give the ball to James. You know, it's like he's already got it. So um, he's just – he's phenomenal. Uh, just He's phenomenal. I, I don't even think he played great not hit in, in Harden world. But he played as well as probably as anybody can play. But he can even go up to another level. Really? Takes the pressure off him. That's really nice. I'm really happy for Mike D'Antoni because he got run out of New York with the Knicks. And he's doing a hell of a job in Houston. So what does that tell you? It's all about the personnel. It's all about the personnel. That's what it is, really. Well, yeah, we know that. That's how it works. If you put Steve Kerr on the, I don't know, Phoenix Suns, it's yeah. going to be a little right. bit of a difference with the right. wins. Like, we, we get all of that. But... You know, with the beard, you do have to give him credit. Seven points in overtime. It's a huge three-pointer with under a minute to go, as we referenced. I do think he got away with the charge. And that's a three-point game if the charge is called. Draymond is right there. The beard runs over him. And for all the conspiracy theorists out there that say, hey, of course the NBA wants this series to be extended. It's going to be a ratings disaster if it isn't. You would probably point to that non-call with about... 26 seconds to go, whatever it happened to be, where Harden's just running right over Draymond Green, no whistle. You might you might refer to that if if you've got that conspiracy right. theory. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter at the No Show at Andy Furman FSR or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and he's making a pretty good case of it. We'll tell you all about it next. But first, to Big B, our guy Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey, guys. Canelo Alvarez reeling in the middleweight championship. He disgraced Daniel Jacobs by unanimous decision in a unification bout. Alvarez took home $36 million. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The Kentucky Derby transformed into a post-race circus. Stewards stripped maximum security of the first-place finish, citing interference, and as a result, the officials bumped up Country House to winner. Stewards came to this decision after 22 minutes reviewing video, and you thought the NFL challenge system took too long. 
Hey, you need to make good choices, and with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True cash offer not available in all areas. Steph Curry could not buy a bucket in the area around the rim in Game 3 as the Rockets scorched the Warriors in overtime, 126-121. James Harden, 41 points, including a pivotal three-pointer in OT. Golden State still leads the series two games to one. Major League Baseball headlines, Ryan Braun hit a game-winning RBI in the 18th inning to lift the Brewers past the Mets 4-3. Six hits for Braun, and he admits he's off the juice. But no trace of PEDs with Brian No and Andy Furman as we send it back to the guys in the Geico Fox Sports studio. Thank you so very much. See you in an hour, B. Uh, did he or didn't he? We'll make that call in just about a minute. Brian No, Andy Furman right here. And by the way, we want to welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part? Figuring out which way is easier. By the way, in less than 10 minutes, maybe the last edition of Bronx Talk Radio. That's up to you. We'll see what happens there. But B, I want to talk about Tyreek Hill. And the question I have before we get into what his attorney did the other day, is it better for the NFL if he plays or if he sits? That That's what I'm thinking about. Is it better on the outside looking in or being on the inside part of the NFL? Well, it just it depends on the investigation. It looks terrible right now with the audio tape with his fiance talking about, you know, the, the three-year-old kid, uh, their son who has a broken arm and uh, some of the things that... Uh, Tyreek Hill does to discipline his son. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredibly alarming. So is this just a, a talent, like watching the product on the field versus how badly this is uh, reflected on the NFL if he's still in uniform? Is that what you're getting at? Well, I think it does reflect on the NFL if they do permit him to play, if in fact they find him guilty because his oh, attorney yeah. issued that denial of child abuse allegations against him in a recording this past week. But honestly, I think if a poll was taken throughout the U.S. of A., especially in the state of Kansas where he plays for the Chiefs, I would think that most people say, ah, you know, let him play. I mean, they want to, that's that's the way to that's the mindset I think of most people when they see athletes. They don't really care what they do off the field if they're a favorite athlete of theirs that could really influence a game. And he's a great player. He really is. I, I disagree with you. Um, if you take uh, just a poll across the nation and say, you know, it's not a, should he play ever again? Or, you know, no punishment whatsoever. I don't think it's an either or. I think if it's, hey, should he be suspended for a a length of time, a period of time versus no suspension whatsoever, I'd be very surprised if no suspension whatsoever is what won. Because that's certainly not what should happen based on what we heard. Um, So I think he's absolutely going to get suspended. It just depends on really the, what they find and how long, you know, based on yeah, their findings. And the suspension thing is it's going to be a joke because when you have Tom Brady suspended four games for letting air out of a football, you know, how many games do you give a guy who basically allegedly punched his three-year-old son in the chest or anywhere else on his body uh, well, and, and it touched him in sort of a mean-spirited form of discipline? I mean, what do well, you do? Adrian Peterson, he was suspended for essentially an entire season. I think it turned out to be, I'd have to go back and look. Don't quote me on this, but I, uh-huh. gosh, I think it was 15 games or something. I might be mixing it up with another player, but it was a lengthy suspension for Adrian Peterson 
with his, uh, you know, with disciplining his child. Right. So there is precedent for, yeah, for something like this to happen. So it really just depends on the investigation. But that's a horrible look for Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's, his attorney is saying, no, 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 it's the fiance who is uh, going over the top with the discipline of the son. But if you're in the airport and you say to your fiance, you should be terrified of me too, you dumb B word. Like that's, oh. that's not a great look for Tyree. No, Come no. on now. And the thing that's going to kill him is the tape. You know, it's all about the tape. That's basically what it's all about because in the recording, uh, he kept on saying, quote, daddy punches me. Uh, which he does when he starts crying. And what do you do? He says he opens up his arms. The kids does and you punch him in the chest. This was on the tape. And they addressed that several times that he taps his son on the chest. And he tells him to, quote, man up, buddy. Uh, don't cry, my man. Then he denies grabbing his son's arms as part of a discipline physically that he does to his kid. I mean, that's the key. When you got it on tape... That'll kill you. Well, I I don't know that it says everything there because in the world of, you know, a lawyer could easily spin this and be like, what does that prove? Like, what's the what's the proof? You've got to have the proof, not just, you know, a lack of a denial. Like we know if you are accused of doing something like that and you've never done it whatsoever, it's abundantly clear on the tape. You are saying over and over again when any allegation comes up, and it might come up repeatedly, you're like, what are you talking about? I never did any of that. Where are you getting this? Didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen. Every time, he didn't do that. So, of course, there's some truth to it, or it's completely true. It's one of the two. But just because you don't have that denial doesn't then mean you have proof that it indeed happened. So... The proof is the key in this one, and we'll find out if they have it or not. Do you ever wonder and scratch your head and say, why do these players get themselves in these predicaments? Do you ever, does that ever, like, I mean, look, I know one day you're going to be a dad. You'll definitely be a dad one day with the lovely Christina. And this, the thought process of when you read this, it would never enter your mind to allegedly punch a kid, your kid. It would never happen. And, and no. this happens, and it's like almost like, we're not shocked because it's almost like a daily occurrence that you mentioned Adrian Peterson. We mentioned other things. We mentioned domestic violence. I, I, I don't understand what triggers this. I'm not trying to be a psychiatrist. I'm not. And I, I believe me, I'm the furthest thing from one. I probably need one myself. But the problem is, uh, what is the mindset of these guys that they do things like this? Well, I don't know, Andy. I'm not sure what it, what triggers it. But I'll tell you this. It's, it's one of these things that happens in in a, a professional sports league like the NFL. The point I'm trying to make is if you go back to draft night mm-hmm. and Sam Ponder is interviewing Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell got all huffy and puffy with Sam Ponder bringing this up about Tyreek Hill. And he was like, I'm going to paraphrase. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, wait until you have the facts. Like you got to have the facts here first. It, yeah. it was like, dude, Roger Goodell talks all the time about protecting the shield He's got to do the same thing. He's got to realize as the commissioner, as the NFL, you might be asked questions like this. And it's your job to answer them in a manner where it protects the shield. He was so put off by, hey, oh, hey, wait, wait until you have the facts over here. And it's like he had to, he could have handled it much better and just say, hey, listen, this is a, these are serious allegations. 
We're going to do our due diligence here, find out everything that we can, and then we'll make a proper ruling. But we just don't know what's what just yet. And he could have said this is not the time and place for that. We'll have a place for it down the road. Nah, I don't like that either. Like, you just have to say, look, these are serious allegations. We don't know everything we need to know yet, but believe that we will. We will get to the bottom of this. But he was so put off. Whoa, stop jumping to conclusions over here, Sam. Like, we need the facts. What are you doing? Just handle things better. You're the commissioner of the NFL. You have to protect the shield also. We're going to try to protect this game. That's what we're going to do next. It's Brian. No, it's Andy Furman. We don't have all the answers. But when we need them, we go to the Bronx. Bronx Talk Radio is next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. That's my Bronx Talk Radio coming right up 13 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. And we're brought to you by Discover. Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any 
one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Let's do it, Sammy K. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio, hosted by the great Sammy K. Oh, my goody tunes! Listen, listen, this won't be the last you see of my chapter. Hide. Are we, we sure about that over we there? We finally got you out. Listen, I'm fleeing this urine-soaked, rat-infested, polluted, rancorous, expensive, crowded porta potty we call New York. That's oh. right. I'm moving to Poughkeepsie. Can you believe it? Yes, yes. Are you mortified? What you state mortified? is Poughkeepsie in over It's just there, up huh? north in New, New York, York a little bit. New York. I thought, I, too I thought far you away. just said you're leaving the, the state. The home of Marist College, the Red Foxes. I didn't say I was leaving the state. Do I have wax in my ears over here? Yes, is you do. Is that what you said? You said you're leaving per the usual. state, then you're going to Poughkeepsie? Is I'm that what happened Poughkeepsie. over there? going to Poughkeepsie. It's not too far, but I'm leaving the Bronx forever. Well, he's for a little while. Uh, Truth be told, I got to keep an eye on my Uncle Giuseppe. He's got a heart condition. I think he's had too much of the gabagool. Gabagool. All right, let's get down to business. The track at Winston Churchill Downs was sloppy on Saturday. Still safer, apparently, than that Santa Anita racetrack. I know, that's a low blow. I digress. Speaking of sloppy, today is Cinco de Mayo. Pretty much a reason for gringos to snorkel in tequila. Andy, you're going to get it on today. You You tend to get sloppy. I'm going to tell you right now, I plan on getting loud, obnoxious, and rowdy, but that's the same thing I do every single day. There's no difference. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to, to find you, Andy Furman, just sloppy yeah. drunk, you know? Uh-huh. Because you're right. You are loud. I love you. I love your loudness. But some drinks in you, I wonder how much louder you get. You know, you could be pretty obnoxious up if you get someone down you. Yeah. Go up a notch. Listen, back to the Kentucky Derby. If you were a racehorse, what would your name be? A little creativity here. Let me tell you mine. It'd either be Heartburn or it'd just be Gerd. Maybe Apollo Steed. Brian, what about you? Apollo Steed. How about that? How about that? You know what? Uh, I'm going to go with one thing here. Okay? Now, this might be a little bit uh, cutting, but it's the truth. If I were a horse, I would be stabbed in the freaking back by Sammy K. That's what, what I would be. It's a little, it's a little lengthy. A what would, do you mean? That, that's my horse's name. I right got to go that's keep an eye on my Uncle Giuseppe. I told you. Stabbed oh. in the freaking back by Sammy K. There you go. How do you like that? I can't take this city no more, all right? I got to get out of there. I got to get some country fresh air, right? What's your name over there? Stud Boy. Stud Boy. Stud Boy. (laughs) Stud Boy. All right. Stud Boy. And we won't go too far into that, but I like it. All right. All right, let's go to the NBA here. Let's fly. Hey, come fly with me. Let's fly out west, all right? There are grumblings that Ty Lue may become the Lakers' next head coach. Stick with me here. Stick with me. You want to bring in a guy who in Cleveland was seen as somewhat ineffective, a bit of a doormat, a figurehead under LeBron. (laughs) And, hey, I'm not saying he can't coach, but you're bringing this man and his perceived reputation into L.A. where the natives are restless and nearing cannibalistic. I'm afraid Ty Lue's going to get verklempt again and get those chest pains. I don't feel good about it. I don't like the way this is going to right the ship. Am I wrong here? I think you're freaking wrong over there, Sammy K. I think that uh, 
You look at Ty Lue, you make this guy sound like he's some doormat and he's got no basketball intelligence whatsoever. He did win a freaking championship over there with LeBron in Cleveland. He's a figurehead. You know it. I got the reason why he's going to be the Lakers coach if you really want to know the the backstory. The story is LeBron put him on his own payroll and he's tired of writing them checks. Said, let the Lakers pay him right now. And LeBron's saying, I want my guy Ty as coach so I don't have to pay the guy anymore. So LeBron's paying the guy? What are you talking yeah, about? LeBron, let's, just, let's face it. LeBron's the GM. The start? He's the president. He's the coach. He's it's, the Le- it's the LeBron Lakers. Let's not there get go. I think Andy got to start on Cinco de Mayo over there. He's it's the L.A. LeBrons. It's the L.A. LeBrons, not the yeah, L.A. You, Lakers. You might as well go freaking all in over there. If LeBron wants Ty Lue. Who's your solution? Who's your guy if it's not... Ty Lue over there, Sammy K. Huh? What, you want Jason Kidd? Who's your solution? We don't huh? want Jason Kidd. I guess Ty Lue will work, but it's, I don't know. We're bringing him into a situation. It's like a hot boilerplate. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I've, Ty Lue, he's already had enough stress in his life, all right? He's won a championship. He's just relaxed and sit on his millions of dollars. Hey, but, hey, uh, I don't uh, like you leaving us high and dry, but yeah, that's right. life. You You're a traitor. I got to tend to my family. Yeah. I got to tend to my uncle Giuseppe. You know it. You're a traitor. Uh, listen, between the Rockets and their fouls audit from the 2018 Western Conference Finals, their current officiating kvetching, James Harden's bloody eye, the flopping, all that, and the Warriors on the other side, all the winning, Durant being a villain, Draymond being a downright clownish lunatic at times, who's the more loathsome team here in the eyes of the casual NBA fan? I want to know. They're both it's loathsome. A, it's a really good one. freaking question. It's a, good it's a question, great question. It's a great question. It's, it's a great question because typically it's the freaking Warriors with all their talent and them falling asleep at the wheel, not giving great effort. But I'll tell you what, the Houston Rockets in the pansy ways of the the audit, the memo, the, audit, there, the memo go, that never was going through yeah, all yeah. the calls of Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals. You, you want to talk about points. being crybabies over there? Yeah. Good. It's got to be. The, it's got to be Golden State because people just don't like a winner. That's the key. They don't want it to win anymore. I think we want to see someone from the East win it, no matter what. I think yeah. we kind of want to see the Knicks win it. Want to see that? All right, guys. Uh oh. What is it's this? goodbye time in the absence wow. of me. That's live. That's wow. Sammy K. That's live. How you glue sniffers going to cope? All right, listen to this. What will you do with, to fill the time without me? Your options are back alley dumpster diving, huffing glue, finding a new host for Bronx Talk Radio, or volunteering. How about reruns of Bronx Talk Radio? I don't know about that. I don't think America wants to hear that. I think they'd uh, uh, the turn the channel. The best of Bronx Talk We're just going to do that. Like, yeah, it could be two years, you know, in the past archives over there. I I don't know, Sammy K. I thought you. Two seconds left. I thought you were committed to to the grind and you were going to help us find the next guy, huh? I I might, huh? But I think you two are going to be huffing glue. How about that? You get out of here. Bye-bye. How can two minutes cause such a fuss? Well, that's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free Great quote. Here he is, my partner, my friend, the man with the brains of this outfit, the guy who's the hardest working man in sports talk radio today, the one, the only, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? Doing great, Andy Furman. About to crack open an apple cinnamon (laughs) Nutri-Grain bar. Um, Very much looking forward to that. I haven't eaten it yet, and I just realized that this is why I'm so starving. 
You know, you, yeah. you got to eat. That's your you big celebration for Cinco de Mayo. That's great. I'm happy for you. <laughs> really, it's, it's <laughs> I really let my hair down. There you Cinco go. de Mayo, you know, yeah. Did you notice something? I noticed this right now. You know, this is the swan song, the last day for Iowa Sam, the man who basically runs this show. I mean, no offense to a, or slap in the face to Vinny, who's basically our executive producer, anybody else here, but Iowa Sam's a mainstay. He knows Sammy K very well, Bronx Talk Radio. But did you notice <laughs> that, and we mentioned this in the first hour, but not one person has tweeted or even made a phone call to say goodbye, to wish him well, to say sorry to see you go. Not one person. Yeah, Amazing. I think because they're with us, they realize he's a traitor. You know, uh-huh. and you don't give props to traitors. You just say, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, go kick rocks. You know, whatever yeah. you say. Yeah, hey, go jump in a river. That's my saying. You know, so they've just wow. taken the high road, not calling in to say that. That's all. And Thanks, what he's Brian. basically saying to us is like, the hell with you guys. <laughs> the hell with you. I don't care what happens anymore. I'm out of here. I'm going on to bigger and better things. I'm being reassigned. Come on. I'm still uh, I'm still within the, the ranks of FSR, but uh, the uh, the old uh, assignment has changed. I'm now uh, guarding the uh, potato peeling post. So there you go. Well, by the way, yeah. Dwan Trent on Twitter, Bronx uh-huh. Talk Radio is the best segment on radio. Now, either this guy either doesn't listen to anything else on radio, or maybe he's, you know, he's just feeling good. I don't know. Or that, maybe he's celebrating Cinco de Mayo. He's probably celebrating Cinco de Mayo a little earlier. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I love that. I love the love from Dewan. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I'm glad that he enjoys. Or maybe Bronx that's an Iowa Dewan. Sam account, a fake account by Iowa Sam. Yeah, that's Iowa Sam's burner. And he there just, you it, go. You're both a good little tinfoil hat a on me. You're a little too yeah, you and Brian Colangelo. Yeah, there you go. You know what? I was just thinking of this. Andy, uh, if you go back to this Nuggets Blazers series, yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about that four overtime game that was just amazing the other night. Oh, man. but in game two, Tory Craig for the Nuggets, he had a nasal contusion, which uh, you know his nose was busted up. All these fancy right. terms, but the head coach of the Nuggets, Mike Malone, he said he wouldn't allow me to leave him on the bench. You know. And so if you apply that to Iowa Sam, when the suits came over and said, hey, Iowa, we want to reassign you, he didn't pull a Tory Craig and say, no, I'm staying true to Andy and Brian and Bronx talk. Thanks, but no thanks. I would have Keep loved to have been a, a fly on the wall for that conversation because he probably said to the suits, it's about freaking time. Yeah, right. <laughs> but That's in all seriousness, we wish him the best of luck. It was yes, a treat to work with Sammy. Um, and we're going to miss him a lot. Yes, and we this are. is just radio tactics. You know, it, it happens. Like he got a new uh, assignment and he said, great, I get to sleep at night. Cool. So yeah, no harm, him. no foul. Yeah, we yeah. will miss him. There's no doubt about that. I got a quick question because you've been known to kind of put a shekel down here and there. The time uh-huh. to time. Because you yeah. do have that segment at the end of the show, Nose Picks. You're the man. That's right. You're the expert. Oh, yeah. But if Thank gambling you. is so strong in this country, and it is, because they're legalizing gambling all over the place now, and sporting events, whatever, why is horse racing dying? Because I, I watched the Derby yesterday, 150,000 people in a race. It's unbelievable. And, and obviously, there was a disqualification. The favorite maximum security crossed the finish line first, but was disqualified. And the long shot country house was the winner. Cost the, uh, I guess, the people who were betting on, according to twinspires.com, $9 million. Because country yeah. house was a 65 to 1 shot. Longest odds of any Derby winner. But why is the sport of racing why way up there if gambling is so so big in this country? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, Andy. I know that, uh, look, if you look at the most successful events, how about this? 
If you look at the Kentucky Derby, if you look at the Triple Crown, you see all the people out there, you see all the betting taking place. For the big events, it'd be like um, the Daytona 500 at NASCAR, right? If you just looked at that event, you might come to the conclusion of like, how, why are all these people talking about the sport is on the decline? Like, just look at the Daytona 500. That's your pinnacle event, you know? Right, right. So it's all of these other events. It's the uh, the smaller events where maybe the betting isn't as high, maybe the attendance isn't as great. That's where you really gauge the viability and strength of your sport. You don't take the best event. You take the mediocre events. You take the low-end events, and then you come to an assessment, you know? Well, you hit it on the head with the term, the term events because I think sometimes sports becomes too saturated with too many, quote, events, and there's not enough of it. In other words, a Triple Crown, those three races, the Preakness, the Belmont, the Kentucky Derby, that's, those are three big events that everybody watches. There's no doubt about the Traverse Stakes in Saratoga in the summertime. They watch mm-hmm. that. But you go to a racetrack on a Tuesday afternoon in, in Podunk, Iowa, you know, there'll be 4,000 people there at most, and no one cares. So maybe there's too much of it, too much going on, and that could be the problem with baseball. 162 games, too much. Football's tremendous. You know, the 16-game schedule, you crescendo during the week to promote the game to coming up on Sunday. It's, it's just the perfect setup, and every game means so much to every team. College football, the same. You lose the first game of the year, there's a good chance the national championship's out the window. Well, look, Andy, I think that there's all this talk about, oh, these this sport's on the decline or this sport isn't drawing as well as it used to. Or You don't pay attention to that as a fan. Like, as a fan, you just watch what you want to watch. You consume what you want to consume. I don't care that the ratings are down. If I want to watch a baseball game, I'm going to watch it. I don't care about horse racing and the numbers being down. I'm going to watch the Kentucky right. Derby. Like, I'm not influenced by what the masses are doing. So I don't know why there's so much talk about, oh, this is on the decline, or oh, this, or oh, that. Like At the end of the day, I don't think fans really care about that in terms of what's really influencing their own viewing habits. There's no doubt about that, because if I'm a soccer fan, I'll watch soccer over anything else. But the point is that there's too much overlapping in sports. What do I mean by that? My wife's Canadian. And she loves hockey. And last night on NBC, they had the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Boston Bruins. And she was watching part of that. And I kind of got hooked on I watched it. They had pretty yeah. good coverage, good camera work last night. But basically, I really wanted to watch the basketball game with Golden State and Houston. So I went into the other room and watched that. But I understand when you get these sports overlapping, you know, the choices are easy. It's one or the other. You know, you're not in center stage. There's no sport right now that's in the middle ring of a circus. There just isn't. There's just too much going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. But I I don't buy the idea of, you know, oversaturation because this was a big theory for a while when it came to the NFL where it was like, there's too many games on. We got Thursday. We got Sunday. Oh, the whole slate. Then Monday. And there's just too much. It's over the top. I've never bought that. If no, right, excuse me. When I say saturation, product, yeah, yeah you're going to be all about it. You're going to watch it. Yeah, but I mean saturation where one I know, sport I know. overlapping. I know. Yeah. It's two separate things that you're saying. You know, if you're looking at baseball and just comparing baseball alone, and there's so many games, if it's a good product, if it's something that you love, you can't have too much of it. You know, right, right. I don't buy that. But in terms of the overall sports landscape, yeah, there's a lot of competition. It's going to be tough to stand out if you're one of these lesser leagues or you're a, a lesser event, right? It's going to be tough to get those people, the casual viewers, to tune in 
and sample your product. Right. And I look back in the day, I mean, I read some stories recently that the NBA playoffs were over and done with like by April 30th back in the day. Now they go till mid-June, then there's a draft, and next thing you know, they're going to camp in the end of August, early September. I mean, there's not much of a downtime in any one of the sports. That's the key. And and the basic, I guess, premise is the greatest marketing tool, and I'm not certain they're great geniuses that have done it, it just happened to work out that way, it's the NFL. Because they're 365, seven days a week. There's something going on all the time. The draft, the camps, the volunteer camps. I mean, you name it, something is going on with the NFL. Right, and nobody says that it's oversaturation because they love the product. They can't get enough of it. Yeah, look look at the draft. Look at the ratings of the draft. Look at the ratings of the freaking Pro Bowl, you know? Like, it's all about how much your product registers with the consumers. If it registers, they're going to sample it. If they right. if it doesn't, they they don't have time for it. That's the way it is. And I'm going to roll back to the NBA because you live in Portland. What is the city going now? Are they going bananas now because the Blazers are up 2-1 after that four overtime win over Denver, 140-137. And I think it was like what the uh, second the second four overtime game in the history of the NBA. I think there was a game back in the day when the Syracuse New York Nationals played the Boston <laughs> Celtics. Yeah, it was the longest NBA playoff game since 1953. Yikes. And that was just an awesome game on Friday night. Four overtimes. Looked like the Blazers were done numerous times. They were down by four points, Andy, with 32 seconds to go in the at the end of the third overtime. And Dame hit a bucket. Then CJ forced a turnover. And they went to replay. I, I don't know if you saw this, Andy, but... You had CJ knock the ball away from, I believe it was Jamal Murray, but the ball, it was just like the national championship game, like Virginia against Texas Tech, where the Virginia player knocked the ball away from the Texas Tech player, and it just grazed the finger of the Texas Tech player, and they gave the ball to Virginia. It's very similar on Friday night where the ball went off the Nuggets player, just his finger, like the very little last second, the tip of his pinky finger, and it goes to the Blazers. I love when replay corrects mistakes like that. There are a lot of people that object to replay and say, oh, this isn't what it's meant for. Are you one of those people, Andy? You know what? The name of the game is get it correct. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah, And look, uh, you could talk about it. Go back to the Kentucky Derby yesterday. I think they got it correct. It was about a 20-minute. They got a 20-minute delay. And I tell you what, 150,000 people sound like a library. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop yeah. yesterday. But they got it correct. Controversy, yes. People arguing about it because maybe they had money on it, yes. But they got it right. That's the bottom yeah. line. Get it correct. That's what it's Absolutely. all about. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't understand this. Um, either reluctance or just straight opposition of replay as a whole. There are a lot of people out there, a lot of fans that's, I don't want it whatsoever. It corrected something in game three against the Nuggets, between the Nuggets and Blazers. That was a huge call. The Nuggets were up by two points at that time. There's under 20 seconds to go. If you don't have replay, overturn that call. It's still the Nuggets ball. They most likely get fouled if they hit a couple of free throws. Blazers are down by four. Good luck. They probably lose that game if not for replay. Kentucky Derby, it goes to the wrong horse if there isn't replay. Like I don't know why there's such opposition to replay in general, but if you stick with this Blazers game, huge win for them. Absolutely mammoth. It's going to be really tough for the Nuggets to come back from that. They play later tonight. Yeah. But I'll tell you, this injury with Ennis Cantor, who is just absolutely gutting it out 
with a separated shoulder. He said he had to tuck his arm into his jersey because his his arm was essentially dangling. He played 56 minutes, a career high in game three. So that bears watching going forward. If he's not good to go, the Blazers, they don't have this one locked up just yet, right. but that was a, a big, big win for them on Friday. He's found a new life in Portland. I mean, after the Knicks just say, go away. I mean, it's unbelievable with that guy. But I would tell you this much. I mean, you look at Denver during the regular season, they had a tremendous year. No doubt, a tremendous year. But I'm looking at personnel going into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm surprised that Portland's up two games to one. But personnel-wise, with Damian Lillard and, and C.J. McCollum, they got better players than Denver. They got better personnel than yeah. they should beat Denver. That's what I'm saying right now, even though Denver was dominant during the regular season in the West. Well, I mean, look, I, I really think this series is a toss up because Jokic is just an absolute beast. And they've double teamed him quite a bit and they've left shooters open. The Nuggets couldn't buy a three in game two, they were six for 29. And they had wide open looks. Really, if you could just hit wide open shots and they did a better job of that in game three, they could still win this series. And especially with Cantor's shoulder just dangling by a thread and him gutting it out. Like the Nuggets absolutely are not dead yet in this series. Right. I tell you what, this segment is dead though right now. And if you want to, <laughs> no, I, I don't mean that that it was a bad segment. I'm just saying. Do that you way, mean that? Uh, how about Iowa Sam's uh, future? With he's this dead show? to me. That, he's that, dead yeah, to me. Dead. Yeah. He's yeah. dead to me. Really. Yeah. Just like in the mob scene. He's dead to me. But we move on. And if you want to get us, if you want to get Iowa Sam, we'll read a tweet about him. You know, Iowa, what's your what's your uh, Twitter handle? He's not there. He left already. We, we embarrassed he's him. Gone. He's gone. He's, he's already yeah, gone. He, he was like, screw this noise. I'm I, thought, I, thought he was like, I thought he was going to spend three hours with us on his last show. He's already packed up and left. Yeah, he's at, he, he, put his, he put his mic in his bag. He was like, screw you guys. Bronx <laughs> Talk Radio. I got my guma to go take care yeah. of. I got my ladies to Unbelievable. His yeah. locker's empty already. So if, we want, if you want to hassle Iowa Sam, he is at IowaSam99 on Twitter. To uh, send your well wishes or hate mail directly to him. Hate there. mail, preferably, please. At yeah, the no I like show. this from yes. Justin. We'll get into it. Why was Iowa Sam fired? See, that's the type of <laughs> outpouring of love we're looking <laughs> oh, for geez. here. He ate, he ate my Gavagool from the fridge. There we yeah. go. Yeah. I, you get us Hands on Twitter at, at the No Show NOE Show at Andy Furman FSR or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, which is eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Now this hour, bottom barrel betting and an hour number three, Alex Marvez the Sheik and knows picks. But it's the only job where the workers don't get paid. That's next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. How much is a win worth? Well, we'll tell you in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And I have some great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. It takes only 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com and see how much you can save. Now, I'd like to do this, B, if I can. I want to dispel a rumor because this thing is getting out of control now. Grizzly Chief sends us a tweet. And he says, to celebrate Iowa Sands firing, I don't think he was fired. Well, maybe he was fired from our show. I don't know. But he won't be with us any longer. But he says, to celebrate Iowa Sands firing, you and I are going streaking in his hometown, which is a no-no. We are not. Maybe you are. I'm not. Um, you know what? I, I don't know. I was just thinking about the best way to pay tribute to Iowa Sam. Maybe it's just paying homage to the great Iowa head coach, Hayden Fry. I think he'd be cool with that, you know? Maybe I love just it. A, a segment of Iowa Hawkeyes football. Maybe that's the best no, way to, you pay, don't to do that. pay tribute to Iowa. I'd rather Sam. go streaking than... I, I want to <laughs> tell you guys, public nudity, completely legal all across the state of Iowa. So you really? can go streaking in my home state Maybe and not get imprisoned for it. Yeah. You know what? If you do it, I'll do it. And today's okay. a good day to do it on Cinco de Mayo because, you know, you get a little tanked up. You just, you know, let yourself go a little bit. We just got to fly over to Des Moines real quick. Yeah, to I'll be, be flying from apparently. Iowa City. Come on now. And about four hours from now, I will be flying. So it's okay. Where are you going? Uh, no, on my own, on my own volition. 
Oh, from Cinco de Mayo. Is that okay? okay. okay. Tank, I got you. We, we, Sorry, we, we, I didn't. Okay, yeah. we'll go to Iowa City one day. Anyway, I got a question. Where can you work and not get a paycheck? All right, you know where? Radio. No. Not on that. Uh, well, oh. you know, so they're small, but you get one. Some of no. them are small. <laughs> but be a college basketball player. And maybe, except at the University of Arizona, because now they're saying that some players are getting as much as $10,000 a month. What the hell's going on? How much is a win worth? We, look, I would never, ever do that as a coach in college basketball. Why do they do this? I know it's about winning. I know if you don't win, you get fired. I know there's pressure, but come on. I mean, this is ridiculous. You talk about this is a scam. This is unbelievable what's going on in Arizona. Isn't Are it? you sure, Andy? Are you positive? I just want to dive into this for a second. Yeah, yeah. You're a head coach at a university, yes. either a major university or whichever university it happens to be. Yeah. And there is money upon money to be had if you get the best players. There's prestige. There's notoriety. Like You get all that comes with winning. And you're going to be Mr. Moral Police of no, even though other people are doing this, it's wrong, and I'm not going to be taking part in this. Are you positive? 100% yes, because I don't want no my legacy. Do I don't want my legacy to be known as a cheater, a fraud, a thief, or maybe even go to prison. Because now you look at the coaching staff at Kansas, Arizona. Uh, I mean, even Roy Williams in North Carolina with those fake courses they had. I mean, there's a cloud over every one of these guys. Think about it. Well, I hear you. Andy, and if you're going to do some dirt, if you're the main dude, your handlers should be doing the dirt. Like if you're Sean Miller, you shouldn't be tied to any sort of payment potentially for DeAndre Ayton. If you're Will Wade at LSU, they shouldn't have you on the wiretaps talking about paying players. And I realize it's been a a shift with the FBI getting into this. And it, it used to be pretty much anything goes NCAA turned a blind eye to it. We know it goes on a lot, but now in this day and age where the FBI is sniffing around and doing way more than sniffing, right. they've got, you know, their, their wiretaps, they've got their, you know, their inside sources, all of this stuff, undercover sources you have to, not be in the middle of this if you happen to be a head coach. Uh, the payments are still going to continue, but I don't think you're going to see as many head coaches with links to it directly. I think well, that's the main change going forward. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. But I'll tell you what, Vinny, Vinny C., our executive producer, says that Coach K has never had a cloud over him. And I beg to differ because just the other day I read that some recruit has been uh, allegedly gotten money from Duke. I, did you see that? It was about 48 hours ago. I think I saw a little piece somewhere. I forgot where I saw it. I'm going to try to find it during a break. So That's l- fine, but to Vince's point, he you said Duke, right? Yeah. You're not you, Coach K. You're right. Right. Uh, Vince said Coach K specifically. Right. Oh, so. yeah, you're right. Okay, so Coach K would deny it, and although it may happen, and it may happen in the Duke program, but Coach K knows nothing about it, which, in fact, that's what Rick Bettino said. He knew nothing about it at Louisville, but he still lost his job, and he can't get back in the game. Well, yeah, because he had like nine controversies, right? Like you can't, you can't say on the ninth one, hey, I didn't know about this one either. Like, come on. So, yeah, he got ran, but yeah, the thing is with players getting paid under the table – a lot of fans just don't care about it. They're like, yeah, this is kind of the way it goes. To get these great players, there's an extra payment here or there. It's just, 
I want to see how this changes things going forward because the FBI, they're trying to clean a lot of this mess up, which the NCAA was unwilling to do. So I want to see going forward if there is, if there is a, a major shift in the philosophy of, hey, we, we just can't do this, or I think more likely, hey, we're going to continue doing it, but it's just the lower end assistants and some of these other people, they're going to be the ones directly handling the, the transactions. I don't think you're going to have as many head coaches willing to stick their necks out there because they know they can get busted. It's going to fall on them. I'm going to say something. I was shocked when I saw Arizona's name come up like back in February because Sean Miller used to coach here in Cincinnati at Xavier, and I thought the guy not only was a heck of a coach, but I thought he was a clean-as-a-whistle kind of guy. Now, all of a sudden, yesterday, uh, the University of Arizona, where he coaches, issued a statement saying they're correcting recent inaccurate media reports, any reports stating that the NCAA has either, quote, started or, quote, launched a new investigation at the University of Arizona are entirely false. To be clear, we will continue to cooperate fully with any NCAA proceedings in the best interest of the university. I'll make a predicament within 48 hours, Sean Miller retires, resigns. He's gone. Wow, I, mean, I don't you, think so you, at all. Like, oh, I, yeah, I don't think you could keep this. I mean, come on. The NCAA is no, investigating now. After Andy, the, after they've the been investigating for a long time over here with Sean Miller. I don't know how this dude has still maintained his job. I'm Arizona is fully in bed with Sean Miller and Look, like these reports, they're completely believable, you know, right. with the cash payments and him being on wiretaps and discussing payments and all of that. And, he and still he denies has it. been defiant. He's like, right. this is BS. Look at me, though. And somehow he still has a gig. And Arizona's like, you're our guy. We support you no matter what. It's a new allegations. False. Don't believe it. I don't it. get it. He Sean Miller's our guy. He yeah. must have pictures of the AD. I, I don't know. Maybe he has pictures of the AD streaking in Iowa. I don't know. Maybe I don't that's know what, what it is, man. Yeah. It's crazy. But if, if I'm in a controversy, I want as much leeway as Sean Miller is getting at Arizona. Good Lord. And I'll tell you something else. I, I'm really shocked. And in all these situations, you really hardly ever hear from the president. I'll give you an example. About two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Sylvia Hatchell, the Hall of Fame women's coach in North Carolina, was quoted as saying that uh, she used some terms that the players did not agree with. Uh, you know, she, she said to one of the players that you're playing like a rented mule, and they took it to be like something like a, a, a basic uh, slur against African Americans. Mm-hmm. She resigned. She's gone out of North Carolina, and she didn't do anything half as bad except verbally, I guess, but she didn't mean it. She said some things, and the players buffed up and rebuffed on that. Rebuffed on that. But I'm just saying that these guys over here in Arizona are using money. I mean, and, and Miller still has a job, and Sylvia Hatchell's gone. I don't get it. Where are the presidents saying something about this? Well, I look, man, they're crossing streams with two very different storylines there. Um, but this is just, in terms of paying for players, something that's gone on a long time. Yeah. And normally, it's, it's funny to see the reaction of universities, because some universities are like, Whoa, whoa, allegations. We're distancing ourselves from this coach immediately. And other institutions like Arizona, they're literally, they have their arm around Sean Miller like, we will fight the good fight with you, buddy. They are lockstep with with him. And uh, 
It'll be interesting to yeah. see where that goes. Well, I'll leave you with this. Justin Vance, our good friend who listens day and night, he says Coach K is smart enough to have a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy to funnel the money. Now, that's great you're saying that, but you're allegedly thinking that Duke is even paying a player. We, we don't know if Duke is paying a player. This has been reported, and it could be an alleged report. Who knows? But that's the problem now, because now all of a sudden, there's a cloud over Duke. And right. who knows if, in fact, Duke is even paying a player, which is true. Fair. But I mean, come on. Do you think it's possible? Yeah, it maybe is possible. This, this athletic specimen in Zion Williamson maybe got a couple of cash payments to go to Duke. Maybe that's possible, right? right? You'd have and to say, would, with, yeah. Within and the realm some, over there. Yeah, it could be. And, and years ago, the, the key was recruiting a kid out of high school and making his dad an assistant coach. Remember that deal? They did yeah. that for a long time. That's yep. gone down by the way, so who knows? I don't know. And, you know you, I'm sure people have some comments on this, and we'll see what they have to say. If, in fact, you even care. Do you care if a guy's get paid as long as he's playing for your alma mater? That's the bottom line. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. At the No Show. At Andy Furman FSR. Wait till you hear these lines. We'll tell you all about it next. But first, the latest from Big B, Brian Fenley. Hey, guys. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, Bill Belichick can't smile. He was seen cheesing at the Kentucky Derby. He must have hit a big bet. But few cashed in on the Derby winner, Country House, because stewards bumped him to first after Maximum Security, who was the original top finisher, got disqualified for interfering with other horses' running lanes. Maximum Security jockey Luis Saez responded to the ruling by saying his horse shied away from the noise of the crowd and may have ducked out a little. I think that's what you call oversimplifying. Meantime, Steph Curry embarrassed himself in Game 3 with all sorts of missed layups as the Rockets, backed by James Harden's 41 points, beat the Warriors 126-121 in overtime. Golden State still leads the series two games to one. We'll be back with Andy Furman and Brian No in a moment, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car seen it covered it talk to farmers we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state canelo alvarez beat daniel jacobs via unanimous decision to take the middleweight title alvarez earned 36 million dollars 35 for the win an extra mil from jacobs for weighing over the limit he missed the Jenny Craig special, but I just want to know if Andy Furman and Brian No are in the ring together, who wins? Oh, don't go there. Don't go there, you SOB. Don't go there. Don't I would try to break a, us up. <laughs> I'd have a stipulation like Canelo did if Andy Furman is overweight for the fight that I get some cash oh. out of the deal. You know, that's what oh, I would go I, with. Would I have to be sober, though? Same thing, yeah. You get, well, that's fine. I think it plays to my advantage if you're you're drunk out there. You so know, this, so I wouldn't have that in the this. I would never fight you. This isn't uh-huh. sumo wrestling. I'm a lover. Or, can we do I'm a sumo lover. wrestling? I'm not wearing a diaper. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm, not gonna, I'm not going there. I, 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 I'm going to fight Brian Finley before I fight Ooh, my guy. Yeah, right. that's what I'll do. But by, fight by the way, with Sam for just leaving it, just forsaking us. No, you know? just, it's not worth it. Let him go. No. Screw him. Okay, You're him. like a scorned I'm, lover. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the overbet is crazy. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. I want to welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance. 
with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We'll have bottom barrel betting in less than 10 minutes. And maybe you could help me out with this, because I found it very, very strange that the odds makers are early on now picking not the uh, strange with the picks, Alabama and Clemson to dominate the regular season in college football, but DraftKings, the first sports book to post regular season win totals for the 2019 college football season, and Bama and Clemson have the highest lines at 11, so that means, B, each must go undefeated in 12 regular season games to cash the over bet, which is crazy. It's nuts. Well, I, I don't think it's that nuts, Andy. Like, uh... It sounds crazier than it actually is because, yeah, they got to run the table for you to win if you take the over. But with the line being at 11, 11 wins right now, there's a, yeah. a really solid chance that you push at worst. So if you take the over, like they have to lose twice for you to not for you to lose your money. If you bet the over, they have to lose twice. And right. how great are the games. odds that that happens? Right. Well, I just think it's nuts. I think it's crazy. Well, I mean, Alabama and Clemson are the one, two, two, one picks right now going into the season. I don't see anybody else. Do you? I mean, maybe Georgia, perhaps Michigan. I like to see Michigan get on the on the Schneid for once. Maybe win a big game. Oklahoma will be up there as well. But other than that, I think it's Alabama and Clemson and the rest of the field. Well, they'll be one, two. There's no doubt about that. Um, and there's separation between those two teams and the rest of college football, but I don't think it's by leaps and bounds. I think Georgia is a very, very solid football team. So, yeah, I was doing some crack research college football-wise yesterday. I oh, was good. getting uh, the schedules already, and I was I was really into it, Andy Furman. So, it'll be well, here before you know it, man. Well, tell me, tell me what you learned. I'm, I'm I'm all excited now because really it's not that far away. We're in May, and basically September is college football. Well, there were a couple of things that jumped out where, I mean, if you look at the schedules, I I didn't know this, and I don't know if this has been a trend for a little while, but every team, I found this interesting, has two buys. If you're looking at the top Mm -hmm. 25 landscape, the projections of what the top 25 is going to be, every single team has two bye weeks. And there was one team that had three bye weeks just by the way the schedule unfolds. That's Florida, where they play Miami in August they have a bye week after that first game. So they actually have three bye weeks on the schedule, which I think is really smart. If you think about these college kids and it being a very physically demanding sport, if you throw a couple of bye weeks in there, I think that it puts your overall product in a better position for the quality to be better. Instead of being beaten up toward the end of the season, you get a little bit of a rest. I think that helps the overall quality of the product. I think that's smart. Well, I agree with you 10,000%, and certainly it's a health reason, no doubt about that. But I'm thinking the geniuses at the NCAA, I promise you this is going to happen. Maybe not this year, but down the road. They're not going to call it a bye week. They're going to change it from a bye week to, quote, a study week. A study week for the so-called student-athletes so they have more time to catch up on their studies. That's what they're going to do. And we'll laugh at it, and we'll make fun of it, but that's what's going to happen because I think there's so much out there. People are saying, when do they go to school? They got favoritism here. They got this. They got tutors. I I don't care anymore. I want to see Tua and Trevor play football next year. I don't care if they're taking basket weaving. I don't care if they're taking advanced calculus. I don't care if they don't go to class. I want to watch the football games. Now, if I'm a student at those schools right then i'm upset then i'm upset a little bit yeah i got something else for you here texas a&m jimbo fisher good lord (laughs) this is murderers row listen to some of the top games that they play 
at Clemson. Yeah. They've got Alabama at home. They finish at Georgia at LSU. Good luck with that. And they get Auburn in the mix as well. Uh, That is rough. Kellen Mond, the quarterback, better take a a seismic leap if the Aggies have any visions of having a great record at the end of the season. He may not see the end of the schedule. He may not see the end of the season, that quarterback. Really? Well, it's possible, but yeah, I, I know. we don't advocate injuries over here. No, yeah. no, we don't. We're not that no. way. We don't do that. No. But but it's funny because I'm just looking at the college football landscape, and really, we mentioned Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Michigan. Where the hell is Ohio State? And they got a new coach well, They're now. right there. They're right up okay. there. You know, huh. projections are number five, just uh, skosh be- below those teams that you mentioned. But Justin Fields, the Georgia quarterback that's now transferred over to Ohio State, doesn't have to sit out a year. It's allowed mm-hmm. to play right away. Again, I think that's better for I college like football as a whole. Yes. I think it's I much agree. better that way. Can you imagine what the free agency in the NFL, if those players that went from one team to another had to sit out for an entire oh. year? <laughs> I know there are differences and all of that, but can you imagine that? Do you think that'd be a good situation for the NFL? You had to wait an entire year for them to... Uh, for the uh, the portal and switching teams and all. No, we want to see this right away. We are in the day and age of give it to me now. Right. And so for college football to allow these transfers without them sitting out a year, it's in their best interest. I love that we're talking college football and getting juiced up. The hair in the back of my neck is standing up straight right now. But it amazes me because we're in the middle of NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, baseball season but you know what this is what people want to talk about and that's what we do here we don't just decide uh, on a, fl- a flimsy throw a dart in the wall what we're going to talk about this is what people are talking about at the corner tavern they're talking about college football because they can't wait they're talking about the nfl because they can't wait maybe they'll talk baseball you know when during the playoffs that's no talk baseball not now really and I, I don't know any, i don't know why that's not my business to know why i just know what they're talking about and i think you agree Yes. Thank you. There we go. And I know what we're going to do now. We're going to continue our gambling because gambling may not be legal in your state, but it works well here. Why? Because bottom barrel betting is freaking next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Bottom barrel betting right around the corner, about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman, and bottom barrel betting is a service of Discover. And Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Let's do it. It's bottom. Oh, no. I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And here's the host, the man you love, Vinny C. Hello, Vinny. Hello. Vinny. Good morning, guys. So uh, not a bad week last week. Both of you went two and two. But we're going to talk about the big important one here with Andy's terrible bet of a DNF. For Brian on his 5K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Andy completely disrespecting the charity that Brian is uh, was helping out with his race. No, so time out. No, disrespecting Brian. Brian, Brian, not Brian did not make the under. Uh-huh. We'll let Brian talk about his little race there, but yeah, uh, so I feel like he did 5K, pretty good. 5K, 3.1 miles, I believe it is. And uh, yes. there was a decent amount of walking because I'm not in running shape. 41 minutes, Andy. This is a long one. Long race. Uh, but I've had a couple of knee surgeries, haven't been in running shape, but my knee actually, it performed very well. Good. So next year, if I do it, I'm going to actually train for it. So I don't have to walk half the race. You know what I'm saying? But you did it though. That's yeah. the key. Got it you done. It. Got it done. Good we for got you. There. Good for you. If it makes you feel any better after you told me about that, I did a walk the other day. It took <laughs> me an hour to walk three miles. So, you know, <laughs> okay, not, right. not much, not much better in that realm. <laughs> so I, I need to start training a little bit better if I want to be able to participate in a 5k myself. Yeah. It's going to take lots of training to get on my level. You know, it's Vinny. unbelievable. because I've, I've run a couple of 10 Ks and I've done 10 Ks in under an hour, under an hour. Oof. Wow, that's and, pretty and, good, Andy. And 10K is six point. I couldn't, I couldn't walk 1K now, but I, I did it back in the day. Well, you were a five, runner back years. in the day. Yeah, that's I was. Nice. Yeah. Fun facts. Yeah. Now, fun. I, now I need a walk. I can't. Well, I need a walker. <laughs> <laughs> is that just to get up the stairs, or is that just in general yeah. for life? 
life, life, uh, life. I know how it goes. All right, so let's get to the betting this week. We're going to go to MLB first, where uh, the San Francisco Giants are oh. at your beloved Cincinnati Reds. Oh. We got an over-under of eight runs in the game. Where are we going here, guys? Got to go over. It's been a slugfest the last couple of days. I say over. I'm going under. Oh. When it's Reds, I typically just kind of uh, – gravitate toward the under I've taken the yeah. over I won earlier this year I've been all over the overs and unders when it comes to your I reds know. Andy oh you got it last week with the under at eight and a half so mm. you know sticking with that trend I think you might be in good shape for that one thanks. reds are my thanks. wheelhouse baby. there you go thanks a lot all right so uh moving on to the NBA a lot of playoff action uh today uh Pascal Siakam is going to miss the Raptors game Kyle Ra- Lowry is expected to step up here. Oh, I got boy. an over-under. His average is 11.6. Over-under, <laughs> how many points he scores in the game. I've set it at 11.5. What do you got, guys? Oh, he has over. just been yeah. dreadful. Playoff Lowry has been I brutal, know. but I got the over, over as well. He's That's not a over. very high total at all. It's got to happen I mean, today. With I mean, he's got to have over that in the first one. quarter, I would yeah. hope. And no Siakam. Like, he's going to have to be dreadful, and he's capable uh, to not hit that over. I'm taking the over. I'm with you. All right. And our final one today, we're going across the pond. We're going Uh, to the Premier League, uh, where Huddersfield Town is at Manchester United, and Manchester United is a a one-and-a-half goal favorite. Who you got? Go ahead, B. Who are they playing again? What is it? Huddersfield Town. I have no idea who they are. Now, is this a friendly or are they in the Premier League? I've never heard of Huddersfield Town. I have never heard of them either. I would have to do a little bit more investigation, but on the site, it said English Premier League, so I assume that they are in the Premier League. All right. Go ahead, B. Yeah, it's a rough one here. Um, I am going to go with Huddersfield because I'm going to say Manchester pulls the Warriors and takes them too lightly. Let's their guard oh, down oh. and doesn't beat them by two goals. No, MU, MU, MU. Yeah. All like right. That, uh, right. Huddersfield, it's up to you. Where is Huddersfield? I have no idea where it is. I, I will investigate and I will let you know when we're back at the top of the hour. Okay, nice. this guy didn't get the welcome map. We'll tell you all about it on Fox Sports Sunday next. They need to give him a chance. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say... Good morning, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And of course, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, my guy. Ran that 5K last week like you know what. The man of the hour, the hardest working man in sports radio today, my friend and partner, the one and only Brian No B. How are you? It's the hour of power. Yes, it is. Doing just absolutely fantastic, Andy. You know what I was thinking? I went over to grab some water, uh, yes. just like to fill up my water bottle in the uh, commercial break. And I was like, you know what? I'm very happy to be doing this show. You know, it's fun. It's really? a treat. Yeah. It's a privilege to be doing a, a sports radio show with you. Listen Even, you. you know, super early in the morning. But I, I was just thankful. I had this feeling of being thankful that we're able to do this because uh, you got to make the most of it, you know? Well, I'm thankful I know you. I am. I'm really thankful I know you. I think it's pl- it's a pl- You know what, though? I will say this, and you bring up a great point. It's not that easy getting up in the wee hours of the morning. But when you know you have someone who's prepared, knowledgeable, and a friend 
it takes all that heat away, right? And that's what right. I feel about you. Well, thanks. The feeling is mutual, Andy. And you know, also, it takes a whole crew. And you know... Okay, well, I know you where you're going. Uh, I know where you're going. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we can't do this on our own. So we need a crew that's going to be as committed to this show as we, we are. And we have that. We have that. And no, we, no, we need we to point that. out... Well, I'm just trying to give props to our guy, Iowa Sam, who would never leave us. He would stick with us through thick and thin. If management says, hey, how about a daytime shift? He would say, no, and I'm insulted you would even bring this to right, me. Right. Right? Yeah, so hats off to Iowa Sam. Always staying true to us. Yeah, I, I hear you. I feel like this is some kind of hazing ritual for me. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> Isn't there something like a non-compete clause? The non-compete clause. Now, he's competing against us, right? <laughs> If he's yeah, leaving, he's got to sit out for six months so, before he you know goes what, to though? daytime weekends. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And this is going to be a fun little thing, a nice little shtick. I'm going to get an attorney to write him a letter and like sue him for leaving <laughs> us like a non-compete. Wow. And we'll get some PR. We'll get the show. And we'll get, because you know how long I've been trying to get us some PR in this show. I've been writing to the nighttime host. I wrote to Kimmel. I wrote to Fallon. You're I wrote to Stephen. I wrote to Corbett, Colbert. I'm, I'm going to, my friend's Andy, an attorney. Bill Cunningham. This is your best Cincinnati. idea yet? This is yes. it. Sue Iowa Sam. I can just see the headlines right now. Radio host sues like, uh, what's your official title, Iowa? Technical, technical produ- director? Technical, pro- producer. Technical, technical producer. Technical producer. Technical you want to go after the little guy, huh? Huh, yeah, Andy? No, this is Andy. Andy. My Andy, buddy, Bill on, Cunningham. We, we, this is the tension we need. We go after our crew if they leave yes. us, right? Yes. We could get yes. major attention for this. Andy we wants to you. go after the few shekels I have in my bank account. Thanks a lot. It's a pride factor, really. Now, Bill Cunningham's a, a, a tremendous talent on WLW Radio in Cincinnati. He's won two Marconi Awards. He's on Sunday Night Nationally on, on uh, the Fox Network. He's an attorney by day, and I'm going to have Bill write the letter, and we'll sue you. And this will be great, <laughs> because what we'll do now, we'll get some headlines. You know, morning show on Sunday, sues producer who's leaving and it's great and now all of a sudden they're going to tune in and say who are these animals on Sunday morning that yeah. would sue someone that work with them and then our ratings go up and that'll be yeah, great you can I parlay it. it into a daytime show and then I'll be your producer and I'll just have no money uh, how about that that would be, be tons the funny of twist we're Once giving them all this gone. grief and then we just do the same thing if I'm excited that would be I'm funny. excited yeah. this is unbelievable by the way we did the uh, bun and barrel betting and we talked about Huddersfield Town uh, I guess, Vince, you looked it up. What, what's the story with Huddersfield Town? Yes, they are a professional club in the Premier League. They're in Huddersfield, West Yorkshire, England, which I still oh, have yeah. no idea where that is. I got to look. You've been like, to my, England, Andy? Have my ever, grandfather's ever from England. My grandpa's from England. I didn't England. ask you if your grandfather I've, no, I've never visited. <laughs> I asked you if you've ever been there, Andy, for no, an answer the question. I have no desire. He's never invited me there, so I haven't gone. Yeah, I haven't been there either. You, Vinny? You I'd like to go. I have not been to England, but I will say this: uh, Do we have Bronx Talk Radio copyrighted? Because Who I want because I if, was uh, going to try to. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to have to start listening as your producer. I'm going to have to start listening on the weekends to other shows that Sam's working on oh, to make yep. sure that he does not yeah. transfer. Listen, I'm not. Yeah. No, I want him to. That, that's more. Mm-hmm. That's bigger part of the lawsuit. I'm not going to resurrect it. It's. It was actually the idea of Brian and our former producer Robert Desmati. I had nothing to do with it. I just came in as the character. And uh, lo yeah. and behold, here we are today. Yeah, hell of a character mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yep. move on. That's a Speaking good thought, of, though. Yeah. I, I it belongs to Brian, to I guess, technically. Yeah. All I'm going to yeah. say is this. Fairly well. I wish you will well and Godspeed. But I would also tell you, get yourself a good attorney. 
That's right. I will hire my mother, a retired uh, attorney herself. That's fine. So, I will yeah, save my pleasantries for the end of the show, Iowa. Until there'll then, be blood. There'll it's, be you blood. Know, like two hours and fifty nine minutes of just hazing and jabbing, and then yes. I might say something nice with the final five seconds. You, you know, can that's go how your own way, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it. I, like it. I love it. You know, you, but you talk about hazing. You talk about this guy Daniel Jones, who was drafted by the Giants, football Giants, out of Duke, the quarterback. He hasn't played a game yet. He's getting like killed in New York, getting booed. The quarterback from Duke, the Giants picked him at six. And maybe, you know, we don't know. No one knows if it's a good pick or a bad pick. No one knows where he's going to be developed. But he was booed before he even put on a jersey. But I like the fact that he's handling it very, very nicely. He really is. And he appeared on Sirius XM NFL Radio. He talked about the key to playing quarterback. Let's take a listen about his confidence. You know, I haven't paid too much too much mind to that. I think that's. I mean, I think that's key to playing quarterback, to being consistent as a quarterback, is keeping your head in the same in the same place. And you know, I think that just comes down to your your confidence in yourself. And you know, your confidence has got to come from from inside of you. It doesn't. You know, I think if you're looking uh, externally for confidence, then or you know, if you're looking externally for confidence, then you're also going to be affected by by the negative as well. So, um, you know, just, just finding your confidence in yourself and, and knowing what you can do as a player, as a person, I think is, is kind of the, you know, the way that works and, you know, the kind of the best best way to think about handling all that stuff. I like that. I, I like that. The guy didn't hide. It came right out. And basically the one who's hiding right now is Eli Manning. Where's Eli talking? Did Eli even welcome this guy? Did Eli say he's going to put him under his wing? I haven't heard peep out of Eli Manning. Well, I don't know why you would. Why would Eli be like, this is an awesome pick. Like Eli wants to still continue his career. So I can't imagine he'd be elated with no, this. But Eli, if you don't have, you if know. you don't have something positive to say about Daniel Jones, what's the point in saying it? It's better just to leave it off the record. So that makes all the sense in the world to nah, me. But nah, I, I think no, gotta... no, it would be better for him to go public and say, yeah, I don't like this pick at all. No, no, it'd be better for him to say, I welcome him to the Giants family. I bet. And I hope I could help him grow as a quarterback. What if he doesn't feel like that. Well, that's fine. Obviously he does because he hasn't said it really. <laughs> I, I just right. So why, why would you lie through your teeth? But as far as Daniel Jones, I was just thinking about this, hearing the audio, Andy, this is a tough spot for him to be in. That's obvious. Oh. But this could make him stronger. If you look at a guy like Kristaps Porzingis, who was very similar when he was drafted fourth yeah. overall, they went crazy. They hated that pick. It's the same media market. And he came out and he was a baller. He was a great player for the Knicks organization and went down with that torn ACL. But he was very, very productive over there. Greatly exceeded expectations. No doubt. And so if you are, if you're wired the right way, and you don't let that negativity affect you. This could actually strengthen you. And if Daniel Jones gets off to a good start, all this stuff about where he was drafted and the reaction to it, it won't even matter. It would actually be a benefit to him, not something that takes away from his career. And I think playing in a market like New York, which is the top media market in the country, can either kill you or make you a hero. If you do well in New York you're a god in sports. You, you own New York. I mean, Derek Jeter. I mean, look what he did. I mean, if you play well in New York and do well and, and are a star, you, you, the sky's the limit. But if you bum out in New York, forget yeah. it. Don't show your yeah. face there. So, you know, it, it's a pl- it, it's good and bad in both ways. But Daniel Jones is taking him on right now. He's not hiding. He's taking him on. I like that. And honestly, I like to see the kid make it. 
I'd like to yeah, see this I kid too. make I, it. I hope he does. And I'm just thinking also about Kevin Durant possibly going and joining the Knicks. A lot of people believe that's going to happen. And the negativity that Porzingis encountered, the negativity that Daniel Jones encountered, I really wonder how KD would handle it if he went to New York and got a steady diet of criticism. And I I don't know that KD would handle that glowingly. It's crazy. I don't know if you saw this, Andy. I think that KD is easily the most powerful person in all of sports right now with the decision that he has over the summer, whether he's staying or leaving. Right. Did you see the odds came out for the 2020 NBA championship, right? The odds to win the the title next season. And the Knicks have the fourth best odds in the East because the, the thought is they've got a great chance to land Kevin Durant. Think about that. The Knicks' fourth best odds in the East, they don't even have Kevin Durant yet. It's just the possibility that they might. That's crazy. That is absolute power to shift the entire landscape of a whole league. That's what KD has with this decision over the summer. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I, I like KD. I, I think he's weak sometimes between the years. What I mean by that, he's very sensitive. He can't even handle Twitter accounts. What, what he's going to do with the New York media that that's the thing over there, but I will say this: I don't think KD is the guy that can carry a team on his back. I don't think he can. He didn't do it in Oklahoma City. That's why he basically left the Thunder to go to Golden State because he wanted a ring and he couldn't get it done in Oklahoma City. And I'll tell you something else: as good as the Golden State Warriors are, and I'd have to say that they would go down in history as maybe the top three, maybe top five teams of all time. I don't think there's one guy on that team that can move to another team and lead that team to a title. There's not one. That's why they play as a unit, and they're great as a unit. I disagree with you, Andy. I think that Kevin Durant is certainly talented enough to be the leader of a team. He's the leader of the Warriors. Look how talented the Warriors are, and he's the main guy. But they won it before him, and they won it before him. Okay, right, but that doesn't mean that he isn't the main guy because they won before him. He's still the main guy, even though they have all of that talent. He's so a to think that player. he's incapable, I, I certainly wouldn't say he's incapable. Until In this he day and age, you can't do it by yourself. Right. You can't be the only right. one guy. That goes for anyone. But, I mean, KD is certainly talented enough to be the main guy and to be the leader of a championship team. Now, if Kyrie Irving goes to the Knicks with KD, then then you got something cooking. Then something's cooking. And I hope that happens. Kyrie and KD to the Knicks. Yeah, and a high draft pick, too. If they get a a high, high pick, that would be so much better for the NBA. Not just the Knicks. Just get KD away from the Warriors. I'm with you right there. I'm watching that quadruple overtime game last night. Well, two nights ago now between the Blazers and the Nuggets. Awesome game. Loved it. Tremendous basketball. Rodney Hood with some big shots in the fourth overtime to win it. And I, I just appreciated it for what it was. I wish we had the additional layer of, man, Blazers have a great chance to win a championship. Now, that would be my takeaway if KD wasn't on the Warriors. I would think that. like They got a decent shot to at least compete to go to the finals and win a championship. That's not the case right now in the NBA. Quick question, million-dollar question before we roll out of here. Okay, here's the question. What would you rather see, KD going to the Knicks or Iowa Sam going to Days? I mean, it's absolutely, it's KD. That's shifting ah, the entire ah. landscape of a league. I love Iowa Sam, but come on. 
All right. I just ask. Why would I want to see Iowa Sam leave anyway? I want him to stay here. That's a layup, Andy. All right. Just checking. I'm just yeah. checking. All right. He's Brian No. You can get him on Twitter at The No Show, N O E Show, at Andy Furman. FSR or 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369, bottom of the hour. That would be 830 on the East Coast of Chic. That's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. He'll join you. We follow that up with Brian Noah and Noah's picks. But hold everything. He's not going anywhere. That's next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. Can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
What else could he do? We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, bottom of the hour, about nine minutes from now, that will be 8.30 on the East Coast, we will have Alex Marvez, a.k.a. The Sheik, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We'll talk about that with you. But right now, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And maybe we told you this earlier. I don't know. One of us did, I think. But uh, when he made the announcement, Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski, I said he's going nowhere. I expect him to be back on the football field with the New England Patriots. I, I think I said that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but he's basically itching about maybe coming back because he said that at the Billboard Music Awards last week. And now he's talking to people about maybe he's getting bored. And uh, think about this. What else could he do? He likes the competition. He likes the money. He likes the limelight. And I think he's going to come back after he's rested. Andy, what else can he do? He can be yes. in movies, can be in the WWE. Oh, There's a come lot of on. things that come on. He's got to be in both, Andy. Watch. So it's not as if Gronk doesn't have a charismatic personality. And he's got all of that. So there are a lot of avenues that he could go down. It's not as if he's only football and that's it. Like, He's got going to have a lot of opportunities outside of football. So I could see a situation where maybe he's there for a, a limited stint toward the end of the season. Maybe he's there, say, week 16, week 17, gets in and gets yeah. there for the playoff push. I could see that. But week one, no, I don't see that happening at all. Well, he's retired as we speak. And a lot, obviously, he's enjoying retirement. He's going all over the place. I think he was at the Kentucky Derby yesterday. He was at the Billboard Music Awards back, uh, this past Wednesday. And he was in a opening skit that was with Kelly Clarkson and Florida Georgia Line, Country Music's Florida Georgia Line. So he's out there. He's, he's getting it done. He's with his girlfriend. But, you know, honestly, I think that at the end of the day, He's going to play because I think sometimes after the season, you're banged up. And this guy has nah. been like a, a walking medic, really. I mean, he's all over the place with, with injuries, with his back and whatever it might be. I think he may be back. But I, you know what? You make a great point. He may come back for the stretch run, like four or five games down the stretch. I think if it's anything, it's that. I don't see any chance he's there for week one. I don't see that happening whatsoever, but... Toward the end of the year? Yeah, I could see yeah. that. And, you know, the Patriots, sometimes they set trends, you know? That could be an interesting trend that might develop depending on what position you play. Maybe you're just there for the stretch run instead of the whole season. You always hear this with, uh, gosh, it was just that Blazers game on Friday night. Rodney Hood came into the game toward the end of it, mm -hmm. and the announcers were making this big deal of, man, he's got fresh legs and it's true. Like, he had fresh legs. Everybody else right. playing 40, 50 minutes. It made a difference. So I wonder if that will be in the NFL ever, where it's a little bit like a reliever in baseball, just a specialist-type role, where instead of being there from the beginning of the season all the way to the end, you just take a guy like Gronk for a really short period of time, a very limited workload. I could absolutely see that happening one day. And I have absolutely no problem with that. I think that would be great. I mean, I really do. But I know the NFL will probably, with the no fun league, obviously, they'll do something to, you know, put a, a, a hash mark on that and step all over. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know how, what. why. I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, we've seen yeah, guys see come that. out of retirement all the time. Yeah. And it, it happens. So we'll see it. But, you know, you talk about him coming out for the stretch run. Mr. Nice Guy sends us a tweet. 
and, and he says it's not Kevin Durant's responsibility to save the wretched Knicks franchise from themselves. We never said it's his responsibility, but certainly he can help save the franchise. I, I, no one said it's his responsibility, but why the hell do you think the Knicks want to get him to help save them? That's the yeah. reason why, why they want him. But no one said it's his responsibility. And certainly, no. I'm sure, if he goes to the Knicks, he wants to save their franchise. Why would he go there and lose? Well, I don't know that he would want to necessarily save the franchise. He would just want a challenge. He would want to do something different. And maybe he would look at it where he's not getting the credit ever with the Warriors and winning championships and all of he's that. Not. Where he's not. If he goes elsewhere, if he... If he was able to finally get it done for the Knicks franchise, that's going to be huge for him. So he's not worried about saving the Knicks. He's worried about what it could do for him, which is exactly what his mindset should be. Should he go there? Right. He's going to go there for his own well-being and for his yeah. own legacy. Right. But by doing so, he can save the Knicks franchise, but certainly saving his own legacy and what he's going to create for himself. Because right now, yeah. most people, including myself, feel like he's a great player. He may be the best player in the NBA right now. However, uh, the bottom line is he left Oklahoma City because he wanted to jump on board that carousel in Golden State to win a ring, which he did because he couldn't get it done in Oklahoma City for whatever the reason. He just couldn't get it done there. So he got to Golden State, he did it, and people thought it was a coward's way out, especially the way he left. I think he tweeted them on the way out. He couldn't even tell Russell Westbrook to his face, but that's another story. But if he goes to the Knicks and leads them to the promised land, oh my goodness, all that goes away and he's a hero. And especially doing it in new york by the way i like this tweet from adam this is a good one can we get the great iowa band slipknot to play a song for iowa sam as tribute no that's a good idea i do love me some slipknot love heavy metal so uh, maybe there's some slipknot toward the end of the show as we come back from break possibly i don't know yeah. i don't want to i don't, I don't think he deserves it I don't think the, he deserves okay. it. All right. Yeah, no I slipknot mean, really, for you I mean, iowa you're leaving us you know he is i mean uh, would you do that to anybody else i mean come on I mean, honestly, I mean, here's a question for you. Would you now invite, if you were getting married to the lovely Christina now, would you send, <laughs> would, would you send Iowa Sam an invitation now? I don't think so. I don't you think know, so. He's not part of the family anymore. You bring up a good point. I, I very well could say, you know what, Christina, how about we just rip this envelope up that was addressed to Iowa Sam? But save the yeah. stamp. Save the stamp. Yeah, yeah. You might be onto something here, uh, uh, Thank Andy. You. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Yep. But, you know, honestly, we talk about the, the NBA and what's happening right now. You know, I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I love the game of basketball. Uh, it's very predictable. Although I, I tell you, this Portland-Denver series right now, I'm not so certain it could go either way, although I think Portland has better personnel. Denver had a great season. This Boston series right now, I said Milwaukee's going to win in six. And, you know, with the Greek freak putting in 32 the other day, I think the Bucks obviously are a better team. I think they just don't know how to defend that Milwaukee Buck team. So, you know, the, the predictions are out there, and Golden State will probably win it all. But to have... Kevin Durant and or Kyrie Irving go to the Knicks. I would tell you right now, it helps the NBA. Not oh, only does it help with the, not, not only no with the balance of power, but I think it's important to have a strong New York franchise. I really do. Eh, I, I don't think as much as you do with that. I just think it's more so the talent being dispersed. Instead of the Warriors towering over everybody, you would have 
not only KD in the East strengthening another team or, or just somewhere else. You know, the projections are is probably going to be the Knicks. A lot of people think that's going to be the case. Right. If he went there, think about how much better the NBA playoffs would be right here, right now, if KD was on the Knicks. The Knicks might still be in the playoffs at this stage. They might be a second-round team. And there would be a lot of uncertainty about, will the Warriors beat the Rockets? Does the winner of the Nuggets Blazers series has a, have a chance the next round? Like That would be so much more exciting. I think it would be a much more compelling product. And I know he's not going to do it for those reasons if KD leaves. Right. But it'd be an added benefit to us should he leave. And you know what? He almost has to leave because if he doesn't leave, guys like me will say he was afraid to leave. That's the key. I think he's almost forced to leave if he wants to c- clear up his legacy. If he doesn't go, what, what's the bottom line? He's afraid to leave because he knows it's, it's pretty comfy in Golden State to win another ring after he wins one this year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to get criticized, there's no doubt. And if he looks at it from a historical standpoint, you're not getting the praise that you'd really should get now like you're not going to get yeah. it from a historical perspective so yeah it'll be interesting to see what he does I just dislike that <laughs> the summer is going to be more interesting than the playoffs as much no as doubt. I love the playoffs and I enjoy them for what they are it's not going to be as much drama as the offseason will be with all of these free agents deciding where they're going to play got you he's Brian no I'm Andy Furman the only guarantee in life is death and taxes but that changes in the NFL, and the chic Alex Marvez tells you all about it next. But first, we go to Big B, Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey, guys. A wacky, unbelievable outcome out of the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. 65-1 to Country House taking the crown only after stewards disqualified maximum security the winner for cutting off a couple horses during the final turn of the race, kind of like when Andy cuts off a couple cars in traffic. Meantime, maximum security jockey Luis Saez responded to the ruling by saying his horse shied away from the noise of the crowd and may have ducked out a little. I think that's oversimplifying things (laughs) just a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, exactly. It was the crowd. Gotcha. (laughs) Meanwhile, Canelo Alvarez upstages Daniel Jacobs via you unanimous decision to take the middleweight title. Alvarez earned a cool $36 million, 35 for the win, and another million from Jacobs because the guy weighed too much. Richard Simmons has some room in his schedule. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Steph Curry lacked the confidence making layups in Game 3, blew a few in crunch time, and the Rockets splattered the Warriors 126-121 in overtime. James Harden rattled off 41 points. Golden State still up two games to one. Later today, the playoff schedule picks back up. The Raptors entertain the Sixers at 3.30 Eastern, and maybe Kyle Lowry will show up in a postseason game, and the Trailblazers will host the Nuggets at 7 p.m. Eastern, and quickly on the diamond, the Red Sox ridicule the White Sox 15-2. Boston forked up nine runs in the third inning. We'll be back with Andy Furman and Brian No in a moment, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And Andy, your Cincinnati Reds are making that climb up the first place ladder as they win 9-2 on Saturday, moving up to a beautiful 14-19 and on the season with that win against the Giants. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pete. Have a great day. We'll see you <laughs> next week. Enjoy your life, really. Alex Marfitz coming right up. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. By the way, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easier to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier to be. We're going to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. The Sheik himself, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider, joining Brian Noah and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Gentlemen, good morning, and I'm hoping to have a great life. I, I really am. Well, you are having a great life. You know, you're living it uh, like everybody else is living it, really. You're living the dream. But the NFL owners, they're going to meet next month, and they're going to revisit the proposal from the Kansas City Chiefs to guarantee a possession for the team that kicks off the start overtime. Is there any chance of this passing? Yeah, there is. I mean, and, really? and you know, part of it is, yeah, just because, you know, listen, there's a chance. I mean, look, part of it, too, is that the NFL wants to build some suspense in some of these games. You know, I don't know if they would do something that is a rule exclusively for the postseason, which is a consideration. I mean, Clark Hunt's argument is this, that NFL fans want to see the star players on the field. They want to, you know, hit, and again, look, he's biased, and he admitted that to me when we talked about this. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is such a dynamic player, and what, how does he spend overtime just staring there into outer space, you know, while his team can't stop the New England Patriots from going down and scoring? It was the same thing that happened a decade earlier with Brett Favre and the Minnesota Vikings uh, when the Saints won the, uh, you know, overtime kickoff and drove for the game-winning field goal that led to the rule change initially. You know, the problem you have, though, is how long are games going to go on for? And there are some real complications when it comes to that. Listen, I think there's a chance of it. They're going to talk about it a little bit later this month at the owners' meetings in Key Biscayne, uh, Florida, when you know the, the annual spring meeting. But I, I mean, again, I just think that they've they've got to talk about it. Like, okay, if we do this in the regular season, how much are we backlogging games? Because you know, for example, you can't begin showing television commercials if you're a network until the first for the four o'clock games until the one o'clock Eastern time games are fully over. If you've got a game going until five o'clock in the afternoon and you're just playing pretty much straight through you know and then you have to backlog all the commercials at the end that that's when people get frustrated as fans yeah. watching the game so long, i'm sorry long-winded answer but i think it has a chance will it pass uh, you know 50 50 when you look at the dallas cowboys alex they've got a lot of players to pay big time money coming up very soon who do you think might be the odd man out because they can't pay everybody well, Zeke would be that potential guy, but they're not looking for Zeke for this year. They're looking at Zeke potentially getting his contract extension the following year. You know, the purpose for them this year, they already got DeMarcus Lawrence done. Now they've got two other guys that they really want to concentrate on, and that's Amari Cooper, and that's also, you know, Dak Prescott, obviously. Both guys are entering the final year of their rookie contract. They don't want to have to use a franchise tag to keep either player there. Dak is, is grossly underpaid, you know, on, on a rookie contract compared to his peers. You would think that something would be able to get done there. Look, they, they may end up losing some guys. Jalen Smith is in the final year of his contract. 
contract. Byron Jones is in the final year of his contract, and these are two starters on that Cowboys defense. And like you say, they're not going to keep everybody. Lyle Collins, another player who comes up, but Zeke Elliott gets interesting. Can one of these running backs that they drafted, Tony Pollard out of Memphis in round four, who they compare a little bit to Lance Dunbar in terms of pass-catching ability, change of pace type back, he's a guy to consider. And also Mike Weber, the Ohio State running back, who the past couple years hasn't looked as good as he did during his redshirt freshman season, they've got a chance to push Zeke. Zeke's a special player, though. The key is this. If he can mature, keep it, you know, keep it together off the field, I think the Cowboys can get something done with him. But look, they've moved on from running backs before. I mean, they became one of the first teams, if not the first in NFL history, Brian, as you know, to let DeMarco Murray, the NFL rushing champion, leave. I mean, you know, they thought, well, we'll find a way to replace him, and they did with Zeke Elliott. I mean, I understand easier said than done. They had to use a top-five pick on it. But, you know, in terms of Zeke, this one is going to be challenging as far as that contract goes. Alex Marvez, let's talk about Anthony Davis, the guy who was a first-round pick of the 49ers back in 2015. He's a tackle. He unretired in 2016. Then he retired again. He's 29 years old now, and he's attempting a comeback. How realistic is it? Guy must be hurting for money. That's the only thing I can think of. Isn't it the love of the game, though, Andy? Isn't yeah, it? right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's 29 years old. Listen, an extremely talented player, you know, first-round pick, I think number 11 overall in his draft class. And, and, you know, did well. But, I mean, look, reality is he suffered some concussions, and he was scared, so he quit, which is fine. I mean, he retired. I get that. You know, now the question is, is there any residual from concussions? Let's see, what does he look like physically as well? I mean, look, for these offensive linemen, when they're out of the game, they usually go in one of two directions. They get really fat or they lose a ton of weight. I have not seen a picture of Anthony Davis. I know that he was, you know, able to file paperwork to saying that he wants to play again. And, you know, listen, the 49ers now have to make a decision as well because they hold his contractual rights. Do you want to bring him into your camp? Does he figure into your mix again as a team? Do you want to, you know, let him come in and try to work his way back into shape for a while? and then see what you've got right there. It's an interesting story, but the odds, in my opinion, are long at Anthony Davis making it. But I never try to discount athletes that are so freakish in nature that, you know, they can do these sorts of things, right? I mean, just, you know, the guy played football at the highest level at the size that he was just because he's 29. I don't want to diminish the possibility of him being able to do it once again. Alex, I hope this question makes sense. I'm not sure if it will, but here's what I'm thinking is I think it's such a better day and age where the rookie contracts in the NFL we're looking like players are getting signed left and right already you don't have these long elaborate holdouts anymore but before the rookie wage scale came into effect it was granted a bad situation with the NFL having these lingering holdouts but was there any good within the overall bad where you got storylines you got drama with that uh, back in the day do you see where I'm going with that yeah, I do. Well, you know, listen, the NFL Players Association, I've talked to Gene Upshaw, the late great Gene Upshaw about this, the former executive director of the NFLPA, and the reason he was adamant against the rookie salary cap was that each year comes along and the contracts would, would skyrocket up, and that raised the salaries for everybody across the board, right? Because you had contracts, you know, Sam Bradford, for example, $50 million guaranteed before even setting foot on a practice field as part of a $78 million contract coming out of the University of Oklahoma. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. But Gene Upshaw said, look, that's the trade-off when you can't control where you're going to play and we have a draft. You should have to pay. 
and it encourages you too to try to field a winning organization as well so you don't have to pay these exorbitant prices to rookies but he called them salary drivers now the teams hold all the leverage you're right unless it gets really personal like it did with Joey Bosa and the Chargers a couple years ago rookie players are going to sign their deal you know we had a Leonard Floyd I'm sorry Roquan Smith hold out last year because of some contract language with what's called an offset I'm not going to get into it here but I, I get it when it comes to offseason storylines but I think the NFL has enough going on with it the big thing is what rookie contracts right now it allows teams to tie up the best players for the for the prime of their career pretty much right five-year deal on a first round pick you get two franchise tag usages potentially after that some players may not be tasting free agency until seven years into the nfl going into year eight they're not going to make as much money then so i think that's the one thing the nfl teams have the leverage in the nfl pa not such a good negotiation in the last cba on that Can you see, real quick, Alex, um, can you ever see, going forward, contracts changing, the structure of it? Meaning, if you look at quarterbacks specifically, when they sign their extension initially, take Russell Wilson. He's the highest paid guy. By the next time he signs his next extension, he's going to be well down the list. Can you see a situation ever occurring where there's an agent that says, look, I want my quarterback to average top five quarterback money Mm -hmm. every single year of his deal. Could you ever see that being the case? I can see an agent trying so far haven't been successful because of the same reasons that, you know, I point out with the franchise tags and things like that. I mean, how often does the player nowadays have the leverage, right? Kirk Cousins did, and he parlayed mm-hmm. into a fully guaranteed contract. And you see the Minnesota Vikings like, aye, 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 aye. We have no flexibility under the salary cap. Well, you know, the one thing I can see too, though, can you tie in a contract with salary cap percentage rise? Because there's a feeling that once the NFL logs on with an official gaming partner and his mm-hmm. gambling continues to become even even bigger, that the salary cap is going to explode, and that you're you know that the money that the NFL is going to receive to have an exclusive gambling partner is going to be so great that these player salaries are going to look like pittances, and that's where an agent they, look they've tried Aaron Rodgers they floated it with the Packers couldn't get it done Russell Wilson the same thing with the Seahawks they've all agreed to traditional contract structures but someday yeah we could see something like that change but players got to have some leverage and right now nobody's really been able to pull it off. And we're going to get that in radio soon, too, with those contracts. We're going to do that. Yeah, I'm working on that. I'm forming a union. That's what I'm going to do. Alex, always a pleasure, my man. The Sheik himself. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and the little one. Mazel, mazel. By the way, just keep an eye out for the uh, 312 area code because the Chicago Bears may be calling both of you for kicking tryouts. Just want to point Wow. Yeah. Like oh. it. Yeah. I'm Here ready. Here we go. All right. Sounds great. We'll check on that next week. All right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is a novel idea on how to read a novel. We'll explain that next. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Nose picks coming right up at 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Proudly brought to you by Discover. And Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any, on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Top of the hour. That will be 9 o'clock on the East Coast. Mike Harmon and Bill Plasky. Bill Plasky, the award-winning columnist from the LA Times. He'll join Mike Harmon at 9 Eastern on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM 83, and of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But now, my guy, my partner, with 
knows picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for No's picks. Andy Furman, very yeah. proud to report three and oh no last week, time. baby. That's what we're looking for. I don't need your negativity. It's about that time. Is, it's passive aggressive over there. It's right, outrageous, but last week took the Bucks under. In their game against the Celtics, cleared it with ease. Houston took the points on the road against the Warriors, plus five and a half, barely, barely covered. It's a close one. And then Philly, plus six and a half on the road in game two. They won outright. So it was a great, great week for us trying to duplicate it. I'm looking at the NBA today. I'm looking at the Nuggets at the Blazers. I think it's going to be really tough for both teams to defend well today after a four overtime game. I'm taking the over 210 and a half. Take the over in that one. Looking at the NBA tomorrow, Celtics, they're at home. They're favored by a point and a half. They got to even the series. I'm taking the C's against the Bucks. Give me that one. I like that. And then also tomorrow night, game four on the road for the Warriors. Plus two. I like them. I like them on the road. Give me the points with the Warriors those are your three picks, Andy. What do you think? I like I like the Rockets to win again in Houston ooh, tomorrow night. I really ooh. do. I like do you like them, them to the win by more than one? Yes, because I, I do. would still win taking the Warriors. Yes, plus I two. do. I you certainly disagree. do. You disagree? How dare? I am so sorry. I, I disagree. That's yes. okay. Your free will, Andy. Nice. It's that I'm time fine. though. Oh, free yeah. will. Go your own way, Andy. What do you have for us? I'm this going morning? right now. You know, a Pennsylvania barbershop is trying to teach confidence to kids. How are they doing it? They're offering kids three bucks to read aloud while getting their hair cut. The City Cuts Barbershop in Cootstown, Pennsylvania, announced Books by Kids program, which offers young customers three bucks to read a book to their barber while getting their hair cut. Why are they doing that? The program was inspired by research indicating that a high percentage of adults fear public speaking. Not us, but maybe the kids do. I like that. Interesting stuff. How about this? A lot of tweets yesterday based on the Kentucky Derby controversy. Yes. The winning horse was disqualified, which has never happened before in Kentucky Derby history. How about Colts owner Jim Ursay coming off strong? The Derby. Wow. Maximum security was robbed. I like it. Hot takes from Jim Ursay. (laughs) Horse racing. The Saints. Their official Twitter page tweeted out a simple emoji of a face with a monocle. Kind of like, oh, okay, interesting how that works out in horse racing. Ed Werder, formerly of ESPN, tweeted, Sean Payton should switch to horse racing, which I thought was very funny. (laughs) That's Based on the NFC Championship game controversy. One more before Iowa Sam Love. Buffalo Wild Wings tweeted, congratulations to the Rams for winning the Kentucky Derby. Ah, come on. Very well played. Very well played. I love that. Um. I just want to say, Andy, and I'm sure you uh, echo these sentiments. It's been a pleasure working with Iowa Sam. He has a different shift on the weekends. So he's going to uh, a place where he can sleep at night, which is Higher ground. Higher ground. I love his vibe. Great energy. Positive attitude. He would always say when he he would make our mics hot, he'd always go, your mics are hot. I love that. So we're going to miss him like crazy. I do hope he hits a lot of traffic, though. Just as, you know. God bless you, Iowa Sam. We miss you. And I'm crying right now. See you soon. Goodbye, Iowa. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.